Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It was in the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other side. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Figured it out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Yes. It's a me, a man, a Garcia. (laughs) Go Cajones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say, well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man. Good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome on in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, You can find us online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and on youtube make sure you are subscribed to pirate radio tv you can find us there you can also watch along on uh facebook as well as we put out news and notes stories interviews videos all of the above on facebook and our social media accounts so follow us on facebook twitter youtube the grammy gram and uh myspace um 23 and me all those sites hotmail hotmail <laughs> just kidding geocities angelfire.com uh coming up on today's program the voice jeff charles will join us live from tampa so we'll ask him as he run into tom brady uh since he's been down there he's in the news today uh we'll talk to jeff charles pirates in action tonight on the road at usf uh, more on that one in a moment, and we'll talk about it with Patrick Mason coming up in hour number two and Stephen Igo in hour three of our show. So we will uh, talk some hoops today, football, baseball, everything in between. Also, Bo Bats, our buddy, going to join us at four o'clock with uh, some dad jokes and to let you uh, folks out there know what you need to do to get your daughter signed up for the Pitt County Girls Softball League spring season, which is rapidly approaching. So we'll talk to Bobo coming up and uh, hour number two. P-Mace, I go, all coming up on today's show along with Jeff Charles. Happy to have you here and hanging out with us. We'll interact with you on this Wednesday. What is on your mind going on in the sports world or the world world? You can tell us uh let's see boy steve hill wants to see if shirley is on the ball on this wednesday he has gone on a sound clip barrage on facebook here we go shirley hold on hold on okay go for it clipper two little butt cheeks it's two little butt cheeks. swinging dingers swinging dingers rick flair rick flair woo Troy D. Sy. <sighs> All right. I'm a former long snapper. Year, I'm a former long snapper, so boom, I love boom, talking boom. about it. Boom, boom, boom. And then he says, when the Eagles lose, they will claim a distraction. Whopper, whopper, whopper. Oh. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Me neither. But maybe we will find out later on in today's show. Uh, Christian has a question he wants me to ask Jeff Charles. And I think this is the most important question that everybody out there is thinking. And that question is, 
what color will the team be wearing tonight all right christian you know what i was not gonna ask that question going into this interview in 20 minutes but now i am and i appreciate you uh passing that question along so uh thank you very much um susan says we still can't get rid of hashtag fire matt rule did he do something yeah he has filed a lawsuit against the panthers saying that they owe him five million (laughs) dollars i did not i didn't know that i don't know where i've been today that's awesome what do you think chan man you better give that man his money tell him to bring me my money (laughs) oh chandler welcome to the show chandler shirley good to see y'all today hey chandler what's up clipper good to see you buddy man thank you for (laughs) abiding by the don't talk until introduce rule that is radio 101 and uh that's fantastic work by you yeah no problem i yeah i just i just i feel uncomfortable talking when i am not welcomed yeah i am welcome now yep and now i'm talking yep so but what do i think about it i haven't really read much into it i saw matt roll and i was like we're done with him i'm not paying attention to this but apparently he wants some money he wants his moolah tell him to bring me my money now i see what steve's talking about when he says the eagles will claim distraction um regarding philadelphia eagles offensive lineman josh sills uh he has been indicted on rape and kidnapping felony charges my god yikes so uh that is in the news if you'd care to read about that okay but the lawsuit is a arbitration lawsuit Right. You, you don't know what that means nope <laughs> so why even say it i don't know that's what it says right here from the athletic <laughs> but the way you said it you said but the lawsuit is an arbitration lawsuit now usually somebody saying that sentence would then like go on to explain what that means now, and, and as you could tell as i said nothing after that i have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right thank you for just yeah bringing he that is to the seeking table. roughly five million dollars in claims the franchise owes him money after firing him five games into the 2022 season yeah you know those deals where it's severance compensation if you get fired and don't get a job like you continue to get paid but sometimes if you get a new job you don't get paid i I don't know if there's something to do with that Mm -hmm. or what but hey look why matt rule's not the bad guy here the panthers are apparently the panthers are pay him his money they're not paying up what's wrong with rule wanting his money that he earned I mean, this isn't his fault. This is Tepper's fault. He brought him in. Now he's got to pay him his money. I'll be mad at Matt Rule for Tell wanting him his to money. Bring me my money. Yeah, get your money, Matt. Matty Rules. I All think right. I did see a video of him in the Nebraska locker room. I think they were having uh, winter workouts today, and he said, "Tell him to bring me my money." Hey, tell him to bring me my money. Okay, so I, I I'm just reading through here. Okay, so Matt Rule signed a seven-year contract with the Panthers um, that would give him an annual base salary of $8.5 million through 2026. Of course, he was fired. Um, After he got fired, he signed on with Nebraska. He gets an eight-year contract that pays $74 million in base salary with $4 million more in deferred salary if if he makes certain, uh, I guess, dates. Um, now, according to the Panthers, um, his Nebraska contract violates the, the league's anti-tampering policy. Basically, they have something in place in the contract that says if you make if you get fired and you get, take another job and it's worth more than what your original contract is, 
um, above a certain percent, it negates any kind of severance compensation. And Matt Rule is saying that's incorrect. So that's where the rub is. Yeah. I, a couple of things here to hear, you know, millionaires squabble over money is tough when you, you go through like a 31 day month and uh, you're like struggling to make it to payday. Oh, yeah. But then again, we have jobs just talking about these millionaires. And without them, what would we talk about? Oh, I'm sure we could find something to talk about, but... We could play Name That Sound. Which we'll do tomorrow. For three hours every day. Chandler, you had your hand raised. Would you like to say something? Yes, I would. Um, I have some breaking news. Uh, John, while we're on the topic of the Carolina Panthers, John Ellis, who is a Carolina Panther, he does several shows regarding the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I follow him on Twitter. But Good he for him. Breaking, uh, according to Dan Graziano from ESPN, an NFL insider from ESPN, the Carolina Panthers are expecting to hire a guy that we saw in the offseason uh, and was one of our favorites on Hard Knocks. Lions running back coach Deuce Staley is expected to join Frank Reich's staff in Carolina. I remember Deuce as a great player uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Before that, the South Carolina Gamecocks. He has been coaching for a while now and will be so he will be doing what that's the question that remains unanswered it just says that he will be expected to join frank reich's staff what position will that be we do not know could be oc it could be oc he could be joining the staff in the same role as he had with dan campbell and the and the detroit lions frank reich's um, gonna be calling plays right i believe i, I read that I, I, yeah I, that's what he did at indy i would assume that's what he would want to do here in carolina so if he wants to establish his offensive scheme so. i'm excited for this uh off season like the draft and everything um because of and we'll get to brady's retirement in a moment but you've got that uh you've got a bunch of teams panthers included who are going to be jockeying for position in the draft to get a quarterback you know do, do the bears trade out of that number one pick to a team that's looking for stroud or this uh, richardson from florida could go anywhere from like first overall to second round just a lot of intrigue there but you also got the quarter the established quarterbacks aaron Rodgers, uh Derek carr where are they going to end up so this is going to be a really fascinating offseason and the way your team looks right now to the way your team could look in april or may is uh could be completely different it could be a complete 180 but wasn't it this time last year we were kind of saying the same thing especially when it comes to regarding quarterbacks in the offseason there was a lot of movement last year um and i believe we're going to have the same thing if not even more this year uh with quarterbacks coming in for teams and like you said uh established quarterbacks that might be moving elsewhere where will aaron Rodgers end up at first we thought or just maybe a few days ago we were wondering where's tom brady going to end up well he's going to end up on his couch he's retiring and as you said we'll talk more about that later on but yeah it, it should be interesting and uh there's going to be a lot of moving parts mike I mean, mullis and i had a uh a robust nfl discussion yesterday Chandler. Had a ro- yeah robust yeah at the end of the day at we, the end we of talked day. about it uh and we said all right what's uh what's sean payton gonna do what's brady gonna do a lot of the questions we had uh during that conversation have been answered now yeah because while we were talking payton it was announced would be going to denver uh D'Amico ryan's in houston and now this morning we wake up to tom brady's re-retirement 
retirement 2.0 surely can we hear the video he put out on uh, social media please oh hold on one second and i didn't while have that loaded well she's looking that up god bless man that was my fault way I to was, go Shirley. Jeez, louise your championship is back presented by no that's not it right, what is Morning, happening guys. i'll get to the point right away i'm retiring what for good you are I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first, so I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, so uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you You're for supporting me, Don't my sweat family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Love, Love you too. Love you too. Love you too, Tom. Tom with a personal message to each and every one of us. And he loves us. That was good. I love that he said, yeah, my essay, my retirement essay was last year. And then I played again. And I'm just saying, hey, I'm retired. I'm dead. And this time it's, it's for good. And by the way, Adam Schefter pointed it out. He announced his retirement last year today. <laughs> and he announced his retirement for good today. When did he uh I'll Google it and see if I can find it. What date did he announce his return? Hmm. I um, want to say it was not it, it might have been like just a month after. Uh see if I can find that. It says June uh i guess retire and then unretire 40 days apart mm-hmm. so yeah we're pretty close to about it a there. month a little over a month my uh non sports loving wife uh said oh he's gonna come back again right i was like i don't know i think he's really done this time she's like nah can't stay away from it he did say he had no regrets like not not one like you don't have one the whole family thing is the family thing family the no regret. three or four Super Bowls that you lost and not won. <laughs> well, losing the, 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 the split up of his marriage. That was the one I was kind of looking at. Yeah. But hey, that's his personal biz. Deflate gate. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> Didn't regret deflating that football. I think that was a no regrets on that one. No regrets. Uh, Christian likes Deuce Staley heading Deuce. to Carolina. He says the Deuce connection, Keaton Mitchell to the Panthers. I think you're reading a lot into nothing there, but maybe. Good luck. That was a lot. That was a great time to be a Deuce in the late 90s, uh, early 2000s. You had Deuce McAllister and Deuce Staley running the football. Great. <laughs> awesome. I don't know what you could add to that. I Thank deuce. you for capping it off with a great. I yeah, appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Thanks for adding that to the show. Tom Brady has retired. Now, some. Uh, Every NFL player, everybody involved in the NFL already knew this because we learned recently that the NFL... It's all part of the script. 100% scripted. Shocking revelation. As a PFT commenter and former NFL running back great Arian Foster have a podcast on Barstool. And back in my day, we say spill the beans. I think uh, now we spill the tea correct i guess the beans have been spilled now it's time to spill that tea arian foster blew the lid off the entire operation 
everything is fake and he talked about it on his uh, podcast recently it's funny before we started taping uh arian was telling me about how the nfl is rigged and how every year he used to get a script yeah day one of training camp that would mm -hmm. get dropped off at his locker mm -hmm. and you would have to you know it was like week one you'll do this week two you're gonna have a hamstring injury week three this is gonna happen yeah week four you're gonna get three touchdowns mm -hmm. and so then you just have to did you memorize those before the season started, or would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we were really dedicated to it. So it was more so like um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what goes on and this is what we have to do mm -hmm. in order to. Yeah. And this referee is going to miss this call yeah, because they hate you yeah. and they love the Colts. Yeah, that sort like, of thing. Uh, WWF. So it's like, you yeah, know, we know what's going to happen, but you just still got to put on a show. Wow. Is there anybody in this studio that believes that? What? Why wouldn't you? That the NFL is scripted. He just said it. He just told you exactly how it goes down. Does that mean I'm supposed to believe him? I guess you can choose to believe him or not believe him, but why would you not believe him? I just, I refuse to believe him. <laughs> I got a question for you. This is like finding out that the that WWE was fake. This, I got a question for you. Do you think he was being serious? dead air <laughs> <laughs> i don't chandler that it's a joke you know what chandler he's joking it's a joke i oh probably should have known that oh boy. considering it was barstool chandler and it's pft commenter because they're nothing but a joke chandler I, I ran that so we could like laugh and have fun with it and there no. might be like two or three select people listening that are like oh my god is this real no way this can't be real little did i know the person sitting a me a i didn't say four, i believed them i'm saying do any of y'all believe that no because it's a joke people might not know that there's people out there listening and probably listened to that before that thought oh this is this yeah is like you I didn't say it. I didn't say it was real. When did I say it was real? But but your reaction to it means that I always knew it was, he was joking. I was asking if you guys actually believed him. No. Did I say I believed him? Why would no, believe, I didn't believe him. Why would anybody believe him? It's so over uh, the top. You would be surprised. Go on Twitter right now. <laughs> Go on Twitter right now. But the way you're bringing it up is as if to say. Well, I didn't mean it like that. You're taking, you're making me seem like I believed in that. I yeah, because I feel like you made it seem to no. be that way. No, I've been joking about it all day. All right, but <laughs> but what? There is people out there that probably think this stuff is real. All right, but I tell you what. I, but another but? Are you double butting me? Oh yeah. It's two little butt cheeks. Four cheeks. The, the memes that have come out with this. That's what I wanted to get to. Oh, my god! Before I got sidetracked by your very odd question. Do any of y'all believe this? No. Oh, I'm glad you said the right word. <laughs> we don't believe this, Chandler. I would be worried if you said yes. <sighs> oh, that was good. <sighs> All right. <sighs> All right. But you're right. It has led to some amazing memes. Oh, this is what Twitter is about. It's about funny. It's about, and I guess to some degree, updates and all that. I use it for the laughs, for the jokes. Other people use it to 
be miserable. But the jokes on here, for example, Dan Orlovsky uh, chimed in and said the play where he ran out of the back of the end zone, 100%, the script. I saw uh, Matthew Judon. Remember the um, – who's the receiver from NC – from State? Uh, Jacoby Myers, the lateral play mm-hmm. in the Vegas game. And Matthew Judon from the Patriots said, who the hell wrote the script to that Raiders game? So that's been all over social media today. There's also been some other ones that we can't say. Aaron Hernandez and others. But it has led to a lot of funny on social media. Cowboys fans seeing the same script uh, for the last 20 years. You got any examples? Uh, I got one here. (laughs) It's, um, hold on just a second. It's, this one says Tom Brady reading his script after getting drafted in the NFL, and it's Shannon Sharp going. <laughs> what? Say, hold on. What say that again. That? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of script talk going on. Oh, boy. A lot Deshaun of Watson talk. after reading his NFL script. Oh, boy. Yeah. There's something like that, too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that was funny. Tyler says, <laughs> Cowboys reading the same script in the NFL meeting since 1996. Tyler said, Thank you, Chandler. I was thinking it was real. Way to take one for the team. No problem. <laughs> Chandler, you are the voice of the people. I do it for the people. You're the people's producer. I'm the people's champ. You are. You are. Tim says, Good afternoon, Clipper. Good afternoon to you, Tim. Hey, Timbo. Jerry says, Hope Deuce brings the pickle juice with him. Remember the day he rushed for 201 yards? Nice throwback, uh, Jerry. I think it's Jerry. G-E-R-R-Y. Could be G- Gary. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Jerry. Jerry, if I'm G's wrong. G's can be pre- pronounced as J's, especially in that scenario. D- does anybody believe that? Does anyone in the studio believe that right now? Chandler, if you could change the script on one of the Panthers games, uh, the NFL script, what would you change? Super Bowl fifty. Yeah, that'd be. A I good hate one to that. Change. I hate Cam Cam Newton's script was to not jump on that football. Oh yeah, that was like Cam. Uh, we're going to kind of turn you into a coward this yeah. game. There's going to be a fumble on the ground. You're going to want to jump on that ball because it's the Super Bowl and you got to do everything you can to get that ball, but. Your job here, your line in this script is to stay away. Don't jump on it. Yep. Act like you're going to go jump on it, yeah. but then jump back. I like the... Uh, Ready, go. M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong must have wrote the script to the, uh, was it Panthers-Falcons this year? Oh, where yeah. you had the DJ Moore immediately get a penalty. We're going to miss an extra point. Yep. I mean, you, mix, you missed a, uh, a chip shot field goal early <clears> in that game. But man, what the script writers in that in that game were what a drama. Touchdown. You go from winning on a Hail Mary from seventy five yards out to backing up the kicker fifteen yards and missing an extra point and then losing in overtime. The ECU writers, um, whoever's involved in that had a blast and like back in twenty fourteen? Yeah. They said, Hey, guys. One of the best duos in ECU football program history. Shane Carden, Justin Hardy. I wasn't even thinking about that, but you're right. Hey, they've had a great career. It's their senior night. 
somebody goes, oh, so we should we end it on a good note? Should we end it happily for the ECU fans and for Shane Carden and, and Justin Hardy? And the guy goes, well, first of all, we're going to have them come back and connect on a touchdown that would have been the game winner. And you're like, all right, I'm going to close the script. Not so fast. Hold on just a second. Open it back up. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. We're don't don't ha- say what they're going to do. We know what they're going to do. But even after that. They say, wouldn't it be funny if we made him go? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be funny? If Nobody we... would believe this. Wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if we had Shane Carden take a knee about four times and lose about 20 yards and then have UCF hit a Hail Mary? And, hey, by the way, when the guy catches the football, we'll have one of the ECU players be taken off their helmet. I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking after that. We're going to have Kurt Benkert fake an injury, be out, and then transfer after the coach gets fired. Like, stop it. Nobody's going to believe all this crap. Then we're going to have this guy named Gardner Minshew come to East Carolina (laughs) and play a year. What we're going to do is we're going to tell him to get drunk off of Jack Daniels and then take a hammer and hammer his hand and break his hand on purpose. That way he can transfer. We're going to say, hey, act like you're transferring to Alabama, and then we want you to go to Washington State and play for Mike Leach. You'll get drafted by the Eagles, and you wait until 2023. We're going to have the Eagles going to the Super Bowl, and you're going to be the backup quarterback, buddy. And uh, also Pirate Radio is going to include you as ECU alums in their post, and everybody's going to lose And there's going to be like 200 comments on that post (laughs) of people saying that you're not a true Pirate because you left. Yeah. Christian says, tear up the script for Owen Daffer. Yeah, that was tough. Oh, boy. That was tough. Let's take a break, Shirley. We'll come back when we return. Our script says... Oh! We have confirmation on Gary. We'll have that exciting news on the other side. And talk to the voice, Jeff Charles, when we return. Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. Perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Welcome back to Pirate Radio Live. Ian Rappaport, 38 minutes ago, said the Panthers have requested permission to speak with Jaguars pass game coordinator Jim Bob Cooter for the offensive coordinator job. Uh, done the same with lines assistant Deuce Staley for an elevated position on staff. Uh, Jim Bob Cooter, one of the great names in coaching. Did you reference? And how appropriate for a Panthers coach if he winds up in North Carolina. Jim Bob? Yeah, Jim Cooter? Bob Cooter. Uh, did you reference John Ellis earlier? I did. I'm going to give him a retweet because he said 
more than a rumor quite the commuter jim bob cooter quarterback tutor is the latest suitor for reich the recruiter a fascinating maneuver well done john what a wordsmith john ellis is all right so uh boy nfl news and notes uh heating up as we have a week off here uh before super bowl 57 we'll have chiefs and eagles right here for you on pirate radio talk a little bit about that and a lot of ecu news and notes with jeff charles who joins us now on the pirate radio live line jeff how you doing today Cliff, I'm doing great. We're in Tampa with ECU basketball. It is absolutely gorgeous here. It's 81 degrees, nice and sunny, blue skies. Feels like the middle of summer down here today, and I know it's supposed to get cold by the end <clears throat> in eastern North Carolina, so we have been out trying to get as much sunshine as we can. Today. Yeah, good for you, Jeff. It is gray. The sun did not make an appearance. Uh, it's not making an appearance today, and it's one of those days where you're cold when you wake up and i just haven't really got warm like i've been cold all day so glad uh you can get some uh, sunshine down there in tampa the, the pirates need some sunny skies uh, when it comes to basketball after what happened on sunday uh, their worst performance at home all season long and wichita state got whatever they wanted inside and outside jeff and i don't know it makes me a little concerned tonight with the way wichita was able to score on the inside so easily on sunday because we saw when usf came to town they had a big man jeff they had a big second half and also harris from the outside they hit you from both angles and i don't know who could see a repeat tonight with the way south florida played last time anyway against dcu well clip they do have an inside and outside mr outside is tyler harris the five nine hundred fifty five pound fifth year player from memphis most fans remember when he played for the Memphis Tigers, went to Iowa State for a year, went back to Memphis, and now here he is at USF in his final year of eligibility. He's the kind of kid at 5'9", you don't see it very often, who can really take over games. But he did that in the game in Greenville, especially in the second half. And he did that again at SMU on Sunday, but USF just dug so deep of a hole, they couldn't quite get over the hump, and they lost that ball game by two, but Harris started knocking down threes all over the floor, and he averages 17 points per game, so he's the guy that they really go to on the outside. Coming into this game, he has 65 made threes. And then you talk about the inside game. It is Russell Chua. He's 7 feet, 280 pounds. He is a junior from Cameroon, 11.4 points and 7.8 rebounds. And this is a young man clip that has really improved a lot from last year. Sometimes big guys take a while to really get better. Well, this kid has gotten a lot better this year. He's a Texas Tech transfer. He didn't play a whole lot at Texas Tech. And now he seems to really be coming into his own. And the interesting note about Chua from Cameroon is the fact that he went back home after basketball season last year at USF and then had visa problems trying to get back into the United States. And they were not even sure whether or not he could get back. He was down there for like an extra three months before he got back, and then he finally did get things uh, arranged and got back uh, to Tampa, and now here he is having the best year of his of his career. Now, those are the two main guys, Cliff, but I'll tell you what, they've got six guys on this team that are kind of interchangeable. They've got six guys from 6'4 to 6'6, and they all play a lot, and they all kind of play the same way. So you'll see the head coach, Brian Gregory, just kind of mix and match and bring these guys in off the bench, and he'll bring a couple of them in, and a couple of more 6'5 guys come out, and then a couple more 6'6 guys come in. So uh, they, they do play quite a few people, 
But their two main players are Tyler Harris and Russell Chua. And another good player for them is Selton Miguel, and he's a transfer from Kansas State. Now, he's a guy that played a lot at Kansas State, and he's averaging 11 points a game now for USF. And then Keyshawn Bryant is a transfer from South Carolina. You may remember he had that monster dunk in Greenville, and he's also one of their main players, too. So they've got players. This is a team, Cliff, and this is a program that has gone to the portal and really done a nice job bringing in players this year. A lot of these guys are new players this year, much like Wichita State was on Sunday. Wichita State had nine new transfers on that team. So as we talk about it every week on your show, that's just the way it is these days in college basketball and college football. And they've done a nice job. You know, a lot of times here, okay, the record doesn't indicate, you know, how good this team is. And I think you can say that about 2-7 and seven South Florida in league play because what they've done uh, since entering league play, they lost to Memphis by 7, lost a close one to Temple by 4, a close one to Wichita by 4, hung at number 1 Houston at the time, and lost that game by 6. They finally broke through with a win over ECU. Since then, Cincinnati got them pretty good. Uh, by 15 but they beat ucf lost the temple by three lost the smu by two so even in their losses jeff they've been competitive uh only two wins but you know we saw them in person we saw how good they can be and uh try their eight point favorites tonight uh against east carolina trying to get the season sweep yeah i would think that's pretty accurate of course uh players playing on the road it's tough for east carolina tough for any team really to go on the road and win a conference game so that's that's nothing new uh, they have another young player in the program, Corey Walker, who was not playing a whole lot back on January the 15th when the Pirates played them, but he's playing more now, and he's a talented kid. He's 6'8". He'll get probably more minutes tonight than he did in the game in Greenville, and this is a kid that Michael Schwartz, the head coach at ECU, knows because he was at Tennessee, did not play at Tennessee, but he was on the roster there for a year. So he's a, he's another contributor on this team. These team stats are, are very similar clip going into this game. South Florida averages 72 points a game. Pirates average 70. ECU gives up 70. South Florida gives up 71. Uh, USF shoots 44%. Pirates 41. USF field goal percentage defense 43. Pirates are also at 43. So the stats are very similar in this game. What the Pirates have to do, they, they can't allow Harris to get loose and go crazy and have one of his 28, 30-point games, and that's easier said than done. It'll be interesting to see who they match up with him and how they try and defend him tonight, and then you can't allow Chua to dominate the glass and also get points in the paint. So those are a couple of the big keys in this one. And East Carolina, as you mentioned early on, uh, had had its issues in the game at, against Wichita for the offensive side, and Pirates are going to have to get Brandon Johnson going. Brandon is not uh, played great here of late. They need to get him back playing better. Uh, Brandon needs to pick it up. Jaden Walker, he's not playing as well now as, as he did earlier in the season. So those guys have to start picking it up a little bit. And the bright spot, as you know, Cliff, of the game Sunday was Benjamin Bayama, and he had a terrific game. He knocked down six threes, and we've been waiting for that really all year long. He really struggled early. But now uh, he's become a guy who Coach Schwartz is going to depend on, I think, down the final third of the season. He's knocked down nine threes now in his last two games so that's been a really good sign yeah jeff it, it shows you too just how long this basketball season is how much things can change because the the two offensive stars uh from sunday were Baela, as you said and also quentin debunje 
um, had a good game at times for the Pirates. And there's been times this year, Jeff, where both of those guys, for whatever reason, we haven't even you know seen them on the court some games. So it's just it's inconsistency. These guys playing together for the first time, and you just don't get the the same results night in, night out. But amazing to see those two in particular because again, there were stretches where they were not really even a part of the Pirates rotation uh, for parts of the season. And I guess, Cliff, when you look at it, it's really not all that surprising. These guys are young players, they're first-year players in the program. And Quentin had a really good game against USF the first time. He had 18 points in that game. I really like Quentin DeBunje. I think he's going to be a really nice player for the Pirates. This is a kid that can score the basketball, and this team needs scores, and he can do that now where sometimes he gets lost. He gets lost with his focus, and he gets lost defensively, and if you're going to play for Mike Schwartz, you're going to have to play at the defensive end, and you're going to have to know your assignments, or he'll pull you. And we have seen that. But one thing we know that Quinton can do, he can shoot the basketball. He's gotten a lot more aggressive, too, Cliff, driving the ball to the basket. And so we know he can shoot threes, and we also know he is a good downhill driver, and he's 6'5". So I think he's got a chance to be a really nice player for ECU moving forward. And Baila, as Coach Schwartz told us earlier this week, you know, he's a junior college guy, and he is listed as a junior on the roster, but he still has two years of eligibility remaining after this year. So that's the good news with him. So you've got a couple of guys, both about the same size, kind of the same type of players. But the Pirates could have a couple of really nice bookends with those two guys about 6'5", 200 pounds. Jeff, a uh, question from Christian on YouTube. What color are the Pirates wearing tonight? What color uniform? Do you have that answer? I will know as soon as I get to the arena and they take off their warm-ups. <laughs> I really don't know. Okay. Um, they're on the road, so <clears throat> maybe in the purple tonight or dark, maybe even black. I don't know, but usually, as you know, Cliff, the, the road team wears the dark. Uniform. All right, Christian. Uh, asked and don't have that answer for you quite yet. Jeff Charles joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Jeff, you've been keeping an eye on uh, Holden Naylor's what he's been doing since his final game at ECU. He's been in two All-Star games and won MVP of both and uh, kind of starting to follow what Keaton Mitchell's going to do, uh, C.J. Johnson, as they receive combine invites and see if these Pirates can maybe get a shot to make it on the next level. But Holden's done all he can right now, Jeff, to improve his stock here heading towards the uh, the draft. Well, he really has. Congratulations to Holton. Uh, so happy for him, and he's played so well in these All-Star games. Hopefully, he's maybe turned some heads, and uh, he'll get his he'll get his shot. I don't know if he'll get drafted or not, but certainly he's going to be able to get in a camp. And if people didn't know about Holton Naylor's before, I think they do now. So, just so happy for him because he worked so hard, and he deserves the opportunity. I think we can both agree on that. Clip. Uh, he's worked uh, his tail off since he's been at ECU, and such a good guy he deserves a chance to play in the nfl and hopefully he will and for the other guys who came out early uh hopefully they can they can do well too and get in the combine and show what they can do and you know we always pull for our ecu players to get in the nfl i think there are only three former ecu players in the nfl now so got to get those numbers up to where they where they used to be you know there was a time that ecu used to have a lot more people in the nfl than here of late so Maybe this uh, this latest crop can make some NFL rosters and get those numbers up a little bit. 
And how about old Linville uh, trying to win him another ring? Jeff, this time with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, was picked up during the uh, midseason when they needed some help to bolster their defensive line. He and Ndamukong Sue uh, joined the team as veterans. And Linville uh, won one with the G-Men early in his career and maybe trying to cap off his career with uh, one more. He's really had a heck of a career, Clip. Uh, you and I can both uh, attest to that. He had the, the great years in Minnesota. I mean, he's really had a, a terrific career. He's had a long career, too. And oftentimes guys who play that position don't last that long. But, you know, he's done a heck of a job. Happy for him. It seems like it's been a while since he has been at ECU because it has been a number of years. <laughs> but he's had a really, really good really good solid nfl career and glad to see it yeah and uh we'll see what he can do to cap it off it'll be the eagles and the chiefs jeff speaking of um the, the guys trying to make it to the next level keaton mitchell we're excited to see what he does at the combine what he can run we were talking yesterday about chris johnson's four two four forty, and uh chandler brought up a story that in a gym um where chandler's from jaris mcfell actually uh runs it and there was a an article on the wall from a Miami newspaper that said Jairus McPhail ran a, what was it, Chandler? A 4-1-9-40 during a Dolphins practice. And uh, I know you remember Jairus playing here at ECU, but there was a newspaper article on the wall in that gym, a 4-1-9. And uh, I guess this is an unofficial hand time deal, but heck, if somebody said I ran that fast, I'd certainly put that on the wall. But uh, I don't know. Just who are, uh, I don't know, any more of those like uh, tall tale, big fish stories, Jeff, about amazing 40 times or weight room uh, performances you can think of with East Carolina? Well, I think that was your 10-yard dash time. Pretty much, Jeff. Yeah, you're right. 419, yeah. You know, that's news to me. I, I've never heard that one before. I'm not disputing it. I just haven't heard it before. Jarris was really fast, and uh, he, he may have done that for sure. No, uh, I think sometimes some of the, the times that, and some of the uh, the reps that I look at, you know, and it's always kind of fun to see what uh, the guys rep, the 225 pounds, how many reps they do that, or or just uh, the max out. You know, I still think, you know, go back in the day in the 80s at East Carolina when Terry Long, this was even before you know, I was around, but Terry Long played on that great 1983 team. And at the time, ECU promoted him and billed him as the strongest college football player in America. And I think he still holds a whole bunch of records in the weight room. And mm. my goodness, that's been a, a long time ago. Terry, of course, is deceased now, but Boy, uh, he, he was he was a monster, and he held so many of those records. He had just incredible, incredible strength. So you know, a lot of those guys uh, have uh, you know have have the the tools. They have the strength. They have the speed, and sometimes it translates to the field, and then sometimes it doesn't. So uh, you know, you still have to measure heart when it comes to all of these things. As we talk about the combine and the draft yeah. and, and all those things, you can look at the times and you can look at the reps and. You can look at the bodies and, and all that kind of thing, but, you know, you, it's hard to measure heart, and uh, a lot of guys are successful in the NFL who really don't have some of those eye-popping numbers. Voice, uh, appreciate the chat today. We'll talk some Super Bowl with you when we uh, join you next week. East Carolina on the road tonight at South Florida. They'll be home coming up uh, this Saturday, taking on SMU. So back in town, coming up in Minji's this weekend. Have a great call tonight, Jeff, and uh, appreciate the time as always. 
Okay, Cliff, thanks so much. We'll talk with you next week. All right, there is the voice. He'll be on the call tonight with Coach Michael Perry. Coming up on a Thursday show, we'll recap tonight, talk some hoops and more with Cy Seymour. Hadn't had Cy on in a while, so we'll talk to him coming up on Thursday's Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. Come back. More to go. Hour one, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hemp Garden is your premium CBD retailer in eastern North Carolina. Find yourself having anxiety or in need of extra sleep support? Well, Hemp Garden has a variety of Delta 8 and Delta 9 products that can assist with those issues. Issues. If you're unable to stop by the store, don't worry. Give them a call today at 413-6100 for a consultation, and they'll ship right to your door. Hemp Garden, located at 3040 South Evan Street in the Target Shopping Center in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Welcome back to the show. Sports trivia to AJ's tonight. You got a uh, sports trivia question for y'all. Uh, who did the Kansas City Royals draft in the fourth round of the 1979 MLB draft? Was it George Brett? It's a great guess, Chandler. It is incorrect. I was going to say George Brett, too. Another great guess, but it's incorrect. I'll give you a hint. Uh, 15, 20 years ago, he was hanging out with his guy, T-Buck. He was on a bye week, by the way. Dan Marino. They were playing golf, and (laughs) Dan Marino is the answer. There's no flub. There's no flub. There's no flub. There's no flub. Send it. So, uh, Dan Marino was drafted. I just saw that on, uh, on the Twitter machine. I never... I did not know that. I did not know that. Decided to play college football at Pittsburgh instead of playing Major League Baseball. Uh, If everyone could be kind to me today, I would appreciate it. Why? It's been a tough day. Has it now? Oh, I know where you're going. (sighs) Tom Brady. Because you're old? Yes. Tom Brady retiring means every player in the NFL... For the first time in my life, first time ever in my life, every player in the NFL is younger than me. That's tough, Jeff. It's hard to swallow. Well, you can look at it on the bright side. That is crazy. I'm older than you. Sure, you're a dinosaur, but no, we don't thanks. care about that. <laughs> um, that is crazy I was trying to, think to about. help. How's it crazy, Chandler? That you've gone 41? Yeah, well, 42? most people do. You will as well. But, like, I, it won't take me to 41 or 42 to have a guy in the NFL that is. I, I feel think, like the life I think is, it will because. You think the life expect, expectancy in the NFL is. Life expectancy? You know what I mean. <laughs> Career expectancy? Um, because right now, they're, uh, Robbie Gould is 40. There's a punter that's 40. I think you're always going to have special teamers. This is the Vinatieri played forever. Crosby? Crosby, I don't know how old he is. I can look it up. I can tell you this, though. Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby is... God, he's 38, but man, he looks like he's at like 40. He went gray kind of early, I feel like. 
right now my favorite major league baseball players i was going to take a guess of who they were you said there was three i saw your tweet you said there was three let's just let's not do that and don't look it up it might not be on trivia tonight um my three favorite baseball players do you know the three baseball players that are older than me that are active that's literally what i was about to say oh oh oh. okay i thought you were going the football route i apologize okay no. you can try to name those um a pitcher a dh and a right-handed pitcher a left-handed pitcher and a dh um for the pitcher wainwright i don't think he's retired adam wainwright is correct very good a left-handed pitcher left-handed pitcher is 42 he's the oldest player in major league baseball active i want to say he signed with a new team this year let me look it up man is it cole hamels no it is rich hill oh rich hill and the dh is of course a guy that's hit 459 home runs is this guy a Hall of Famer? It's a seven-time All-Star. Adrian Bell? No, um, Nelson Cruz? He signed a contract with a team this offseason, and the answer is Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. So those are my three favorite baseball players. I hope they have a tremendous success and never retire. Because it's uh, this is a look-yourself-in-the-mirror moment when you're older than everyone playing professional sports tough times you know i think about take us a break Shirley. i think about that with like ecu players or college football in general like i remember thinking like all right when i was in high school especially like late elementary school middle school i was like these are grown men playing football yeah and now i'm watching college football now specifically east carolina and i'm going these guys are younger than me well you guys are You'll feel it about three, four, five years from now that the majority, you're older than the majority of players playing, especially like NBA. And you'll have that uh, uh oh moment. So I've been clinging on to Brady, clinging on to Nelson Cruz for years now. And it still amazes me. Like the other night, I was watching a Warriors game and they have uh, a guy on that team. And I'm like, man, he is dominating. He's like a second year man. Um, I'm but, a big Udonis Haslam guy. And. I was like, man, I looked him up. He's 20 years old. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm four years older than this guy. Yeah. And is Udon- is Udonis Haslam still in the league? <laughs> I think so. I hope so. For the Miami Heat. He's I'll been look there. that up. Yeah. yeah. Take a break. Come back. Hour two, Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to Bobo, Bo Betts, and P Mace, Patrick Mason, when we return after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Well, Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit familianc.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. 
Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Coming up later on this hour, Patrick Mason will join us. Patrick uh, covering ECU women's hoops last night. We talked about on the show they were 16 and a half point underdogs and USF covered. Uh, the Bulls ranked knocking off uh, Kim McNeil's Pirates last night. ECU men at South Florida tonight and the Bulls are eight point favorites. We'll see if the Pirates can uh, cover and win on the road in conference play. They've done it once before at Wichita State. They'll try to get their second road W tonight. Alright, joining us now in the Pirate Radio studios and looking great. Uh, awesome gear for Bo Bats today who's got on the beautiful Pirate Radio hoodie and love the hat as well, Bo. Looking good, man. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, Outshining me. It's a rough day for me, Bo. I don't know if you heard the last segment. But I, di- I did. I feel sorry for you, man. Yeah, that, uh, that happened to you about 10 years ago, right? Every player was younger than you five everybody in the world's younger than me so <laughs> Bo, if people don't know this Bo is the oldest man alive and uh still kicking he, here he looks like it so. <laughs> all right Bo, what do we got going on it's, it's starting to get real cold so that means it's time for uh softball i was gonna say clip anytime it gets to be in the 30s and rainy it's yeah. time for softball and baseball yes sir so, let's get out on there on the diamond so, so uh, uh yeah that's what i'm here for um believe it or not this is the 30th year of the pitt county girls softball league wow and uh and contrary to popular belief i have not been out there 80 years just uh, 30 so um but yeah we're very excited about another year out there um you know we went to little league a couple of years ago and that affiliation has worked out well put the girls in the world series last year very proud of how that how well they competed man just awesome to watch too i and i was on the way out there until i realized i got my schedule screwed up and the girls played four hours later so i turned around and went back home it was on a saturday so i did i, I watched it on television but man uh, what a scene hey the weather didn't help last last uh the, at the world series either it screwed everything up for a couple of days so but um hey greenville little league did a great job putting that on and uh we were lucky that we had a chance to participate all right well give us the details this year bo on uh, how girls can sign up how many teams you're gonna have when we get rolling all that sure man yeah uh we are right in the middle of registrations it will go through the 13th midnight on the february the 13th so you got about 12 more days 13 more days where you can jump in there as usual it's um Go to the website, league website, uh, pcgsl.org, and there'll be an opportunity for you to sign up. It's pretty easy. Just go on there and follow the the prompts, and they'll get you going. The uh, price this year, and just like unfortunately, like everything else in life, has gone up. Mm-hmm. We're we're at a hundred dollars, um, but that does include a lot of things. I mean the. Um, you know the, the the kids all we all make sure all the kids are insured uh, against injury and then liability and you always have fees so you got some organization fees but um it also covers their um all the practices and there'll be approximately about a month of practices after evaluations and and uh and put them to teams together then we'll play at probably a minimum of 12 games 
for most of the age groups, the, the, the six U's are interesting in that you can tell them they got 12 games and they may or may not show up for the, for the 11th and 12th. They, they kind of, they kind of lose interest in it, but, uh, a lot of Antonio Brown's there just kind of oh, walk yeah. off. And yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. And, um, and if it's real cold, you might not get money on them out there either, but, um, but, uh, no, you know, the 13th is the last day, $100. And like I said, if you have any issues, please reach out to me. I'll be glad to try to get your your daughter signed up. Uh, and once again, it's for if your daughter turned four by the end of the year, she can play. And um, and uh, and all the way up through, we used to have it all the way up to almost 19, but now it's more like a 16, 17-year-old cutoff. And um, – but hey, plenty of plenty of teams out there. Plenty of great coaches. We're um, we, we'd be love to have your your daughter out here and join us. How many uh, estimated, if you don't know the number, Bo teams do you have between the four year olds to the seventeen year olds? How many total teams should be? Clip should be around twenty five this year. Okay, um, and and thank goodness um, I've been able to accumulate at least that many sponsors. Um, if I'm looking for anything, it's for fence sign sponsors. I, you know, we always if I've always said that if I run out of fence, I'll put up another fence. So, um, you know, it, it's a great way to get involved with the league. It's great to uh, great way of advertising and showing your support of these um, these wonderful young ladies. And it starts as cheap as four twenty five the first year, and with a renewal of two twenty five all the way. And if you decide you want to go big bucks, we can go all the way up to twelve hundred and twenty-five dollars, and that puts you on a scoreboard, which means your your uh, name is seen, your your business and name is seen on every pitch of every game. So that's a that's a great deal for a lot of views, and we we estimate over a hundred thousand visitors to our complex every year mm-hmm. with uh, with the eighteen to twenty weekend tournaments we have plus the. The fact when you got twenty five teams playing an average of twelve games apiece, that's three hundred. So you know there's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, uh, opportunities for parents to come out, and then these parents are great about supporting the kids at um, in the practices and things like that. So um, you know, like I said, you know, it's, once again, I'm, I never get tired of this because um, being around all these young ladies keeps me feeling young. Yeah. Bo, uh, you mentioned you got your regular season and all that, but the weekend tournaments, do they get rolling in February, March? When do they start up? They sure do, Clip. Yeah. I think I, I think I saw that one is coming up in February. And, uh, you know, we've been doing this for years. It's a great great way to showcase our beautiful complex mm-hmm. and, uh, and to put some money in the coffers to help keep the cost down of running a, a top-flight program. And... Um, uh, you know, so you know those are open to anybody, and um, and we'd love to have you come out. We got a great concession stand, a great great lady running the concession stand with a lot of wonderful ideas about food, and um, um, so it's uh it to me it's 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 a program that just keeps getting better and better. Awesome, uh, great time of the year, Bo. We had uh, the ECU baseball players in with the uh, Delcor Players Lounge on Monday. We I brought that, that back and mm-hmm. uh, starting to get cranked up for ECU baseball, ECU softball. Got some awesome uh, baseball and softball at the high school level and and even down and uh, and of course the Pitt County Girls Softball League, which is now uh, like you, Bo, an institution in Eastern <laughs> North Carolina, or at least needs to be in one. So <laughs> there you go, Bo Bats joining us. We'll circle back to that. Uh, before we get out of here bo uh, is a listener to the show but 
Uh, did you hear Chandler's joke uh, towards the end of last week, by chance? No, I'll be honest You're a big with you. Dad I was joke going guy. through a, a funeral. A, a, I sorry lost my, lost to my hear mother that, last man. Friday, and so I couldn't do a lot of listening. Yeah, so uh, we're sorry to hear that. But Well, how about this? This will cheer you up. Chandler, can you give us your joke that you gave on the air Absolutely. to us last week? All right. I think Bo would like it. All right, Bo. So a guy walks into a bar. He goes and sits at the bar and says, bartender, I'll take a beer. He drinks the beer. He says, all right, I'm going to get another one, and I'm going to go run to the bathroom. So he goes and runs to the bathroom and comes back, and the bartender says, now, I wouldn't drink that beer if I were you. Guy says, now, why not? Guy says, because a monkey peed in your beer. (laughs) He said, what? He said, well, whose monkey is it? He said, it's that guy over there playing the guitar. So the guy gets up from the bar and walks over there to the guy playing the guitar. He says, hey, man. He says, do you know your monkey peed in my beer? He said, no, but if you hum it, I might could try to play it. <laughs> Pretty good. That's very good. I, 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 I heard that. Say, that's a Bow Bats joke. Hey, especially for a young man like Chandler. I mean, that's he, he's already peaking. So. <laughs> I'm in my prime right now. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, good stuff, Chandler. Thank you for passing that along. Bo, uh, what you been watching? You've been following ECU hoops, ACC oh, yeah, hoops, all yeah, of the above. Yeah, I'm... Uh, uh real pleased with with the progress in both the men's and women's programs at east carolina i think we've got two great coaches in place and in fact coach k i call my kim as my is my neighbor kim mcneil okay so and her son plays travel ball with one of my grandsons so we we've gotten to be good friends and uh, i think that one lady does a wonderful job and and she's going to keep building that program, and, and, and I always reach out to her after a win, and also reached out today after a couple of tough losses, yeah. and told her, "Hey, just you know, we're behind you, and we you just keep building this program." And she's going to do a great job. She's a wonderful, wonderful lady. Bringing in some local talent, which we like to see, and I know uh, the men doing the same. With uh, I believe uh, was a Tarboro kid coming in, uh, Goldsboro. Goldsboro. Goldsboro, Goldsboro. Man, sorry to the Goldsboro Tarboro folks out there that I just got that wrong. Be <laughs> a lot of people angry with me. Uh, Goldsboro, <laughs> but we like to see that too, Bo. Right, oh bringing in God. some Eastern North Carolina kids. You know, you know, Clip, you've been around a long time, and and what's the thing we've always heard is why aren't we recruiting any of these local kids? Yeah. And this this is wonderful to see that that Kim's got a a great player from Farmville on her team and. You're, like you said, you just announced that the kid from Goldsboro is coming in, and they they've actually I think I've seen there's they're on the they are on the in the short uh, list for a couple of other kids from from uh, North Carolina. Yeah. Hey, North Carolina is a great state for basketball, so I I don't know why we have not ever done that, and and it's not like we won a lot of games with the ones we brought in. Right. So, so I mean, I I'm I'm perfectly willing to let him let him go out and try to recruit the the, uh, the North Carolina based players. Looking forward to uh, to see what they can do tonight on the road at South Florida, but certainly looking forward to the future. I agree on uh, Mike Schwartz. Really like him and. Uh, you knew it would be kind of tough sledding here, year one, but let's see uh, what he can build here in Greenville. Bo, uh, you getting jacked up for uh, some pirate baseball and softball? Oh as well? yeah, man, yeah. You know, it's um, I'm getting out blankets and quilts and <laughs> hand warmers and everything else. So you, like you said, you know it's baseball season when you're getting ready to go out there and freeze your kahunas off. So. What was that, Shirley? Cajunas? Cocajones. Cocajones? Okay, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, know, I didn't know you spoke Tyreek Hill's language, but I guess you do. Bo Bats joining us inside the Pirate Radio uh, Studios. Pitt County Girls Softball League getting ready to crank up year 30. 
You see year thirty. That's man. it, man. And uh, one I more was time, three years old when I started. This <laughs> that's job. right. You've seen it through. Um, if uh, folks want to get their daughters signed up, Bo, once again, can you give the details? I'd be glad to. Hey, it, like I said, you go to the website pcgsl.org, and then they'll they'll there are prompts that'll walk you right through the registration process. It's a hundred dollars, but that that pretty much takes care of all of of their needs out there in terms of uh, shirts and insurance and practice facilities and everything else like that. So, um, uh, hey, please, you know, if you and if you can't get through, if you have any issues, don't hesitate to call me at two five two seven one four five four eight five. I'll be glad to get you in touch with the with the registration people, and we 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 want every young lady in in pitt county that uh actually you know what i take that back that's a that's a a different situation now that we're little league we can take kids from anywhere in eastern north carolina we actually wound up acquiring the territory for about five or six surrounding counties so hey if you're in the if you're within the the pirate radio listening audience um hey don't hesitate to go online because we we've got we got plenty of room for you, and we would love to have you be a part of it. Awesome stuff. Bo, can a uh, girl enter the transfer portal if she doesn't like her team and go to a different team? God, I don't even want to open that <laughs> can of worms. Good Lord. It's, it's, already ruined, um, it's already ruined every sport, in my opinion. Yeah. That uh, Jeez, what it was, East Carolina had, had a great year last year, I thought, and then 14 kids? Yeah. 14 kids get into the portal? What? Oh, I mean, you know, I, I was thinking next year was going to be a fantastic year for us with all that experience coming back. And mm. now you got to wonder, you know, who's here? What do they think? And but yeah. I know what it is. It's the NIL, yeah, which they they have got to get that under control. We'll that see is, if they that do. Is so out of whack, yeah. Bo, we'll uh, we'll leave you with this. I'll, I'm going to ask you a couple of uh, Twitter questions that people wanted us to ask the baseball players. First of all, Bo, what are you afraid of? Nothing nothing hey no i take happy pills i don't nothing faces me <laughs> i'm sure you've seen like uh snakes and stuff out there in winterville too around the fields and stuff so you're not afraid of snakes and uh spiders or any actually i can tell you my wife will tell you that we um she won't even let me kill a spider in the house i'll i'll somehow another pick it up and take it out now she'll whack the crap out of it but um you know and, and snakes the same way i'll take them down there to the ditch and i'm sure that people in the ditch don't appreciate that but <laughs> my wife's the same way like it, it's i hate to kill don't anything, kill it but I, if yeah. it's that small i i don't know now, if yeah. it was a co a cobra in the backyard yeah i'd probably have to knock that out <laughs> knock so. it out uh bo who is the uh who's your celebrity crush these days who's the hottest celebrity mm, judy garland <laughs> <laughs> thank you probably margot roby okay all right there you go all right so one of the players said her the other day actually. she's she's beautiful yeah uh what are you watching on tv these days bo i am the last person alive that watches network tv <laughs> that's it you know I, what's I, on now like see like uh law and order still on i'm i am a nut about watching i'm i think i've watched about every one of the eight thousand episodes of law and order yeah same and um but yeah we we love the chicago-based shows and uh 
and then the you know wednesday night thursday night those those shows we watch and the rest of the time my wife swears up and down it's on espn not constantly yeah yeah all so, right and it probably is so network tv still still going on I, hey man i'm a dinosaur just like you were calling shirley a little while ago so <laughs> i didn't say that did i yes you did i might have <laughs> Bo, what would be your walk-up song if you were uh, going up to the, the dish? Uh, probably something about "Lord, help me hit this ball." Hmm. All right, the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, so it would have to... this one. Is it "Lord, help me hit this ball"? <laughs> oh, there it is. You that's know that the song, song, right? Yeah. Oh Lord, I tell you what. It if you I, I can teach anybody in the world how to hit, but for some reason my brain wouldn't let me do it. So <laughs> there you go, Bo. Uh, thanks for joining us as always, man. We always oh, have fun. Oh, thank you, buddy. It's always it, it always helps to be on here. I get calls after this, and this year I was smart enough. I didn't even bring my phone in here, so I didn't want somebody calling me in the middle of this. So um, but we hey, get calls too. They say, "Hey, don't have that guy on again," and we I, say, I, "No, we're going to have Bo on." I, that probably is true. <laughs> that is so. not true. Definitely not true. You got a lot of fans, Bo. You know uh, that. Well, I, I know you are so yep i'm number one and as long as i host this show you'll be on i'll have a spot yeah no doubt thanks bo enjoyed it thank you buddy let's uh take a break we'll come back patrick mason will join us we'll talk pirate hoops some pirate baseball uh maybe some pirate football as well as we'll continue to follow the additions and subtractions to the ecu football roster a lot more to go pirate radio live back with you after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency from maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk. Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Again, I'm old, old man. Everybody in the NFL is younger than me. I may not make it much longer. Sad, sad times. But Patrick Mason's here to brighten my day and yours as he joins us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Hello, Patrick. Hey, so you you were talking about the last, uh, so I'm assuming Tom Brady retiring, right? Just kind of kicks you out of the age. Yeah. Age way. I mean, that's like the benchmark, right? Like once you're the, everyone's younger than you, it's kind of upsetting. I mean, I'm, I'm not yeah, there Yeah, Patrick, yet. that's what we're I'm saying. Not, I'm not there yet, but it's closing in. I mean, before, it wasn't even a thought. Now now it's definitely creeping up. No, you still got plenty of years where kickers and punters are going to be older than you. Yeah, but, man. Now, position <laughs> guys, maybe not. I don't know. Who's, uh, who are the old, like, I don't know, A.J. Green? I wonder how is old he, they... is. he still doing this thing? Yeah, he's playing. He was with the uh, Cardinals. He was awesome on the Bengals. AJ Green is 34. Mm. I don't know how many he might is he the oldest receiver going right now off the top of my head. Yes, uh, Ben on YouTube trying to brighten our day says good afternoon, gentlemen. Happy Hump Day. Thank you, Ben. Our guy Randolph Chandler says good afternoon, guys. Hit those likes, please do. We have a lot more people watching than we have likes right now, so let's get that number up if you don't mind. 
and uh we'll have a hearty robust discussion here with <laughs> p mace p mace uh what have you been up to this week as far as far as covering athletics uh well basketball's been on the road so i haven't been over to Minji's in a little while um yeah i mean like i said you know women played south florida yesterday i was actually kind of curious to see how that game would go and just how um to see if pirates could hang with them and just watching that that florida state team i mean sorry south florida team it's like oh my goodness they have so many pieces like they can shoot they can just do everything so there's a reason they're ranked there's a reason they have been the big dog since uconn left yep yeah, I mean, that team had the answer for, for just about everything, and they had some really phenomenal players. So that was a fun team to watch, and it's like, yeah, that, that's what it looks like when, when it's really going good. It was single digits in the third, right? Yeah, briefly. Before it got away? Yep, and yeah. then it really steamrolled the other way. Yeah, so uh, two losses in a row now since uh, Chandler and everybody else jumped on the bandwagon. <laughs> that's right. So pretty typical. Yeah, that Memphis loss was tough. <clears throat> Um, it's just kind of, I mean, obviously we knew South Florida was going to be difficult, but yeah, to lose the one beforehand really kind of gets a bad taste in your mouth. And then Sunday in Minji's, um, the worst home game the Pirates have played all year. And you can give credit to Wichita State, but how many like uncontested layups did they have in that <laughs> game? That was the concerning thing for me. Oh, yeah. It was all over the place. But I, th- I think, you know, when you, when you start kind of looking at this stuff, obviously there's going to be some some bad games. But I think, like, Ben Baiello was kind of a cool bright spot. I mean, I think this is Mr. the Mr. Brightside. I like <laughs> Mr. Brightside. But I don't know. I think that's kind of how the lens you have to look at this team through is, like, what, you know, just, just the development of guys individually. I, I don't think we all thought, you know, wins like this were going to come. But obviously it's disappointing. But, I mean, there's there's certainly some things to build on. And I, I like to see what I saw from Baiello and just some other guys trying to step up and figure out how to play when they're asked to be the dude. Okay, I I like that. I mean, we'll talk to Cy Seymour Thursday. He likes to put a positive spin on things. We're getting an early look at that with Patrick. All right, can Ben Baila do that when the game matters? Like that, that's the next thing, right? Like, yeah. I wonder what kind of minutes he'll get tonight. When will he first see the court? And um, does you know Coach Schwartz ride the hot hand with Ben Baila tonight? Yeah, it's a good question, right? Like, you wonder is like, is he going to just throw him out there and say, hey? just do that again right while the game's tied yeah <laughs> yeah for sure it'll be interesting yeah to see what kind of opportunities he gets and also if you want to like you know try to not get him exposed here and there too much or if you just say go play you know 25 minutes and just see what happens i mentioned this with jeff uh, the the length of a college basketball season combined with the newcomers on this team that have yet to really completely gel together has made for an odd season and an inconsistent season when it comes to just even playing time. Like, it looked like for a while, Luigi DeBoe wasn't really going to be a part of the rotation, and now he's a starter. Um, Caleb Account kind of lost his spot. Now he's in due to injury, but we've seen him make some mistakes, but also play well these yeah. last couple of games. But like, Baela and DeBunje went through a week or two stretch where they didn't see the court. And like now, they're your top two offensive guys, or at least on Sunday. So it, it's just kind of crazy to think about the ebbs and flows, ups and downs of this season, just for the individuals on the team. Yeah, it is like a little bit levels to it, right? Like some guys almost like take a little bit of a step back while other guys step in. Like you know, we're seeing that with Ezra right now too. I think Definitely. this guy who's who had a phenomenal like five week stretch, and then he's just kind of like, all right, I gotta kind of refigure out maybe even physically and mentally, just kind of how to keep pushing through because you know half the season still to play. It's definitely a lot longer than he's ever played before and yeah a lot of guys are going through it all right uh william is on youtube now this is uh do you know this guy 
No, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> he only chimes in when you're on. He wants you to make a heel turn, and I love that he calls you Mason. He says, how come Mason is not in Tampa covering the game? <laughs> uh, well, we only travel for football. Uh, it'd be hard to get the reflector to follow around a mediocre basketball team, I think. Maybe uh, when the wins start coming. So the main re- financial Probably. reasons and if ECU could uh, maybe scrap into the top 25, you think you could make a trip? I think so. I think, yeah. I All think, right. Yeah, something like that. Even Especially, can you imagine like if ECU is a ranked team going into the uh, conference tournament? Could I imagine that? No, I can't. <laughs> but, I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd you know, definitely try to get my way down to And, Texas. like, I like sci-fi. Like, I like alternate universes. <laughs> but trying to get me to imagine ECU in the top 25. Imagine a world. In early March? No, I can't yeah. process that. No, it's certainly very far away right now. How about any point in the season? How about like a 13 and 0 start to the season and they like start receiving votes or something? I was going to say you'd have to have like you almost have to start high yeah to get there, you know. You got to have that momentum going already. Cuz you look at the top 25 now and I saw where Charleston lost to Hofstra over the weekend. Did they stay in the top 25? I'll have that answer for you in a moment. Um no, they did all that work and were booted from the top 25 after their second loss of the season. Yeah. FAU twenty one and one is enough to earn them a number nineteen spot mm. in the country, and then you've got let's see one two two teams with six losses in the top twenty five UConn who like can't win a Big East game, and uh, also Indiana the Hoosiers are a six loss team. So for your non normal um, blue blood teams, you got to do a lot of work just to get in. We've seen it with ECU football. We saw this past year. ECU uh, received votes. Yeah. And then I think lost and were yep. never heard from again. Yep. In those torpedo votes. your chances. Yep. You pretty much. A, pays to be a big boy. All right. So, uh, hoops tonight on the road. Uh, by the way, uh, I think Chandler, you would call this a sick flex. You ready for <laughs> a uh, sick flex? Huge flex. Do we have the huge flex sound effects? Huge flex. <laughs> <laughs> I got a text earlier this morning from Ariel Epstein. No big deal. That is all right. That's a huge flex on your part. No big deal. No, I mean, she said our Vegas Sharp is on the Pirates today. She showed me uh, an email that she received from Dave Cocken. Cocken. I'm gonna call him Cocken. I like Cocken. Yeah, cock it back, baby. Dave Cocken says uh, East Carolina plus eight. Said that might be it for the day. Not in love with this schedule. Very happy with Wyoming <laughs> last night. January was a plus 25 unit net gain. So a great start to the new year. East Carolina plus eight. I got to thinking about that. Break out the wallet. And taking the Pirates right now is risky business without Javon Small. Mm-hmm. South Florida looked better than advertised when we saw him live. But should they be ranked by eight over any team in America? No. That's a lot of points. Yeah. I, I think, I think that is a value on yeah, ECU. I think that's very doable. What do you think, Chen Man? First of all, I hate that we didn't get to play uh, Guess the Line, because I probably wouldn't have guessed eight. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, you gone, what, five? Yeah, about four. Five and a half? Yeah, four, four okay. five. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I'm not touching the pirates. Like I don't, I'm not touching the pirates without. What if I gave you a ten foot pole? Would you touch them with a ten foot pole? Not even with a ten foot pole. Wow. What's um, the Grinch pole length? Thirty nine. Is that the thirty nine? Uh-huh. There you go. 
What about that pull? No. Well, maybe I, no, maybe I'll touch him with that. Uh, what was the Grinch poll length? What did you say, Chandler? I think he said it. I didn't say it. Patrick, what did you say? I just know it's 39. Is it 39 and a half? <laughs> 39 and a half foot Ooh. pole. 39 and a half foot pole. <laughs> so Chandler is not touching the Pirates. Nope. All right. That's fair. That's fine. I kind of like it. Mm, take it. <laughs> Especially coming off a bad game. Yes. Like you feel like the And then super- going on the road? Yeah. yeah. But you feel like, see, you're the. No, I, I we're saying two different things right, right now. I think it's a good thing they're going on the road. You, you ever heard? You, you, you seesaw, baby. You watch sport. You're a sports guy, right? I am. I consider myself one. <laughs> Today, <laughs> I consider myself the sportiest sport. man on the face of the earth. <laughs> the sportiest guy. Um, seesaw, bounce back. All right. Hey, take them and I will cheer for them as if i have money on them all right what do you think patrick yeah i like it name a final score oh man 76 68 that's right on the push (laughs) (laughs) dang it all right maybe uh i don't know i was probably thinking like six points anyway so maybe yeah i want to say pirates lose by 12 oh you're getting way too much like me man negative guy well realistic guy I'm going to say the Pirates lose tonight, but I'm going to say the Pirates lose by seven. So I, uh, One point. I like the plus eight. Wow. That gives you a whole point to That's play That's going to be stressful down the stretch. Pirates are a good free throw shooting team, right? Uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get to They've the had their games. They get to the line a lot. They've had their games. Yeah. yeah. They're streaky. And I don't think South Florida is going to have this rocking crowd to uh, play a factor. ECU, so. I think ECU's best night at the free throw line was at Wichita State. 19-22. On the road. On the road. So, All right. Shirley, take us to break. We'll come back. We'll uh, talk a little Pirate baseball, football, and more. Big NFL news today, Patrick. Tom Brady retired 2.0 for real this time. Uh, we'll talk uh, about that and more when we return after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back country mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years it is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around They are open every day and have two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations uh, serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Since I told the YouTube audience we had... More people watching than we had likes uh, said uh, hit those likes. We now have even more people watching, and nobody has liked it. Uh, can just one of you please give us a like? Unbelievable! <laughs> In fact, until this number goes from six to seven, I'm not saying another word. You are terrible! Go to hell! Well, I'm going to tell a story during this silence. All right, I was doing some dishes before coming over here, and I I got I kind of got down to 
like right, the nitty we got gritty. there, but you can continue. All right, story. I got down Thank to the you. got down to the yeah. They didn't want to hear the story. I got down <laughs> to the nitty gritty of you know forks and spoons. So I had I ended up using all of them. So they were all mm-hmm. in the in the dishwasher. So when I go to take them out of the dishwasher and put them back in the drawer, I'm pretty sure I flipped the spots. So like where the the spoons went, like mm. the little slot. Yeah. Now the forks are so. Yeah, that, that's kind of what happened to me today. That is a cool, neat story, if I've ever heard one. Cool, neat story. Reminds me, Shirley, uh, I feel like I've brought this up on the show before. Uh, sleeping with the enemy. There was something to do with, like, the this person was OCD and always left the cans in the right order, and she, like, noticed that one of the cans had been flipped, and it was, like, a very scary, dramatic moment <laughs> in the movie. But, like, if you go in there uh, and see that, Patrick... Yeah. I hope you remember that you you did that or you might get freaked out. I know. All right. Good uh boost on the likes. Thank you, people. Tim said he gave us one. Thank you, Tim. Uh Thanks, Wh- Tim. William said, I bleed purple and gold. That sounds fake. I'm gonna just go ahead and say that, William. Does anyone in the studio think <laughs> <laughs> William says, I bleed purple and gold, but good lord, who could lay money on ECU hoops? I'll tell you who could. Dave Cocken. Sorry to tell you this. What? I'm just I'm getting word uh-huh. from a big cocking guy. A big cocking guy. My dad's buddy from college, who is a big uh, sports better. He's uh, also a loyal listener of the show. He says it is pronounced Koken. Oh man. He says he is an OG handicapper, so get his name right. He said better get on those pirates than I am now. He said I am now since smoking Dave Koken is on him. <laughs> He's got a nickname. Smoking Dave Koken. And by the way. M- this guy is one cool-looking cat. He is a cool <laughs> dude. Look at this guy. What kind of hat would you say he's wearing? What is that called? A, um, like a beret? Is, that is it a beret? Is one of those like Kangol or whatever? Well, there. Shirley, you're you. Know it looks like one of those hats that like uh, DeChambeau wears for. Well, it's like yeah. a. Oh shoot! It's one of those. Like hats. one of those Irish guys would wear. What are they called? <laughs> is it a beret? Uh uh-uh. uh, beret's different. That's not a beret. It's um, the glasses are cool. He's got a nice beard. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah, it is similar. It's similar, but a beret would be. Um, look up Irish hats. <laughs> <laughs> Google it up. Irish hat hats. If you're driving in your car. Okay. I I don't know what the term is called. I, I want to say it starts with like an H or something. Irish caps and hats. Uh, what are Irish hats called? Flat cap, also known as a patty cap. Huh. Patty Cap is a cool name. Interesting. Yeah, that's not the one I was thinking of, but okay. So, Smoking Dave Coke, uh, Jansen said it's called a Tam. That ringing any bells? That's a good uh-uh. band. Sounds right. Good music the Tams. Group. The Tams. Uh, William says Gatsby Hat. See, we clearly don't have a name because everybody's calling it something and different. Everybody has its own name for it. Tam. We all know what it is. So that, yeah. that, I call that this the, the point. I, I call this the Cockin Hat. <laughs> <laughs> So his name is Smockin' Dave Cockin? Smockin' Dave Cockin. All right, Dave Cockin. I'm going to give this guy a follow. Well, you're late to the party. you're way late. Because only one of us here follows this guy. Is it the gambling man, Chan? Is it Lord of the Lines, Clip Rock? Is it (laughs) Queen of Guest the Lines, Shirley Rhodes? No, no, and no. The answer is Patrick Mason. That's right. And you were very shocked to find out you followed this guy. <laughs> I literally guy. was like, oh, I have some uh, mutual followers. I think I saw the hat and just had to follow. Yeah. Yeah. And He's I got... was like, Patrick Mason's a follower. Pat my, the hat. My dad's a follower. My uncle's a follower. Twitter's a whole other universe. So, you know. Big yeah. man on campus it's is a follower. It's its own world. It is. Tis is. Um, 
and i consider ourselves kind of friends now since uh he's friends with ariel i'm friends with ariel by like osmosis the transitive property smoking dave coken is uh my boy we got to get him on the show the besties we'll get uh the big man on campus jeff and they do on the program to talk about his birds we think about the super bowl patrick um I, I like it i like it um i think the chiefs are gonna win but i think i want the eagles to win i'm the opposite i think the eagles are gonna win but i hope the chiefs win nice that, isn't that the great thing about america yeah we could have different opinions that's right and, and be really upset about them and hate each other for yeah exactly. like i hate you now you hate me <laughs> it's i really hate you yeah i'm about to go sit in that seat mike p said anyone who bleeds purple and gold should go see a doctor fair point uh steve says um oh by the way yesterday we're um we're doing a this is like a gift for you people where you can have chandler at your super bowl party do you want a cool guy a sports guy a local celeb at your super bowl party cardboard cutout or actual chandler the losing uh parties will receive a life full-size cardboard cutout of chandler in a speedo no but the winner <laughs> literally <laughs> gets me yeah myself and i at their house or whatever the gathering place is so he, he's gonna be recruited he's gonna receive offers and he already received one yesterday i got two offers i got one from josh thomas He's coming in strong with the recruiting pitch. They've got a theater there. They're going to have awesome food, a big uh, projector screen TV. Did he specify the food? Yeah, the food is key. It's one of the better eating holidays in the year. Good point. I feel like there's a lot of good snacks. Who was your other offer? Steve Hill offered me this morning. Now, is it the same offer he just put here? Chandler, let's go to the breaker to watch the game. So he is inviting you to a restaurant. Wow. That's a... That's a strong offer, but it's a, it's a place I go to all the time. I might be looking to go somewhere, maybe a new environment. A new experience. <laughs> also, will your food be paid for there? If you want me to be there, if you want me to even think about going, yeah. you need to offer to pay. If you want Chandler at your Super Bowl party, just let us know. Via... That sounds so bad, man. I'm sorry. That's part of the bit, Chandler. I know, but that sounds bad. But you better pay for me, or I'm not. I'm not committing to you. Commit to the bit, buddy. Come on. You're you're a prize, man. Don't <laughs> sell yourself short, dude. Thank you, man. That really made me feel good. The old term: uh, men want to be them, women want to be with them, or whatever. I might have. In either way, that's you. People want. People like being around you. I am one of those people. You guys do sit pretty close to the basketball game. Yeah. I go, um, I always go a seat in between because Minji's not very conducive to fat people. So, it's a good idea anyway. Yeah. I just got to get more room. I usually sit in front of Clip and his dad. Yeah. Mike P says to av- <laughs> avoid future silverware drawer drama, Patrick should switch to all sporks. <laughs> Ooh, honestly, that is not a bad idea. I think the only place that gives sporks, I haven't been in a while, but it's like Taco Bell with their little potato thing, and they give you the spork. I mean, it's it's incredible. Bojangles, I believe, sporky. Sporky with it. Mm-hmm. So you can get that rice. dirty rice. Yeah. Okay. I always go mashed potatoes, so. Okay. Okay. But it's not like you're really like, you don't need a fork with rice, though. It could just be spoon. But, yes. I A fork is not a spork. Right. But I am just mean, like, you don't need a, a spork for rice. Like you don't need the little pokies. Technically, you don't need anything. You just eat it with your hands. Yeah, just 
You know, at this point, just drink it and eat it. <laughs> hey, what are, you, what are you drinking over there, at Dirty Rice? Yeah, just some rice. It's going down smooth. The rice. Do they make? Rice. And those, are, of course, are plastic. Do they make non-plastic sporks? We can we can start it. <laughs> Shark Tank, write it down. Metal sporks. Metal sporks. See for if that, that's a thing, Chandler. Because that reason, I'm out. <laughs> now I'm kind of interested in yeah. this idea. It's not. There's no downside, honestly uh mike they make metal sports uh, order me some and when i say some i mean thousands you can get a you can get a four pack for 11.99 or heck why not get a six pack for 13.99 yeah i'd probably go that route and i would start taking it to every establishment i go to yeah just have like a little case for it yeah no need for silverware no thanks (laughs) i brought my own all right here's some silverware no silverware please experience i've got my metal spork one night at AJ's um, Sports Trivia, I ordered my meal. I then had to make a food line run to get a couple things for uh, Lily. And while I was there, I was like, you know what? I need some um, – I'm out of lemon pepper seasoning. I need some more. So I bought some. Then I went back you to utilized AJ's. it? And I had gotten uh, wings. I, I might have planned this before. I don't, I'm pretty sure. But I got, like, plain wings with buffalo, ranch, a bunch of sauces. But I was like, huh. I just bought this. I might as well use it. So I was using seasoning. Wow! In a restaurant. What do you mean? Wow! Yeah, that what is. Are you do? Bring plates next time you come. Actual huge flex. <laughs> is that a huge flex? Yes. It's not. Yeah, but you just like happen I've, to I've be like, you before. know what? I actually have this. I've Shirley's done, done it before. Yeah, but do you do huge it preemptively, flex. or do you just go? Oh yeah, I don't I have, know. Like, red pepper flakes in the car. No, I do it preemptively. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I've done it preemptively. There's a. Um, <laughs> there's a thing called greek salt premeditated that seasoning. i very much like on my food and there are certain restaurants where i know the food is not Bland. as seasoned as i'd like it to be and if i know i'm going to that restaurant <laughs> i will bring that with me yeah wow i stick it right like in my pocket it. i mean one time i brought a um a raw steak to a restaurant and said hey can you cook this for me <laughs> hey by the way when you're when you're running back there you just find throwing something grill? just throw it on there for me yeah yeah take it off and about <laughs> no, i've never gone that far <laughs> <laughs> all right um mike p super bowl is the best eating day of the year when it comes to the smorgasbord yes i agree of it's, different it's, snacks it's up there yeah it's very good all right uh patrick you ready for baseball season i'm ready it starts in like 10 days i feel like well 17 days but yeah, it's insane. It's very, very quick. Um, I feel like as soon as baseball starts, we just we just live in at Clark Leclerc. Yeah, and we were just looking at the schedule. Yeah, they are home until April. Yeah, <laughs> and they play like four or five games a week. I mean, they're yeah, we we live there. Uh, William says, if you guys were on the ECU baseball team, what would your walk up song be? Let's go around the horn. We'll start with Chan Man. Why'd you start with me? Let's start with Shirley Rhodes. Uh, I've always said Remember the Name by um, Fort Minor. What is it? That's good. It's 10%. Luck. Luck, 20% is skill and 15%. 15%, Power of will. Power of will. 9% pleasure. 10% pain and 100% reasons you should remember my name. Does that math check out? no okay. <laughs> it's way off but uh but i like that one and um there was one other one and it's escaping me now because we've had that question before i remember asking that question uh in softball when i'm up doing pa 
I've had that. I've posed that question before. Like, what would your walk up? I think your other one was, and this is Shirley's. Not, I mean, a little inappropriate, but let me ride that donkey. I think was your other one. Look at that big old butt over there. Let no, that donkey, 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 donkey. No. Oh, that uh, wasn't yours. Okay, no, that my apologies. That was somebody else. I knew. Um, what, what about you? Um, now that I sit here and think about it, um, I think I would go NWO theme. Okay, I really like that tune. Cool tune. Not exciting. Nobody. I mean, but <laughs> wait, what was the what was the name of the NWO theme song? Okay, that's fair. And just do my Scott Hall walk up to the... Um, does everybody else get these ads, or is it because I had to get my daughter stuff from there? Marika? Oh, I'm telling never, you... What is that, like a yoga? It's like yoga clothes or whatever. I ordered something on Etsy. And well, I didn't go through any social media for... <laughs> I just went straight to the website and ordered a like a personalized like photo frame and i swear like the very next day etsy ads were showing up on my facebook and on my instagram feeds mm-hmm. and on my youtube mm-hmm. so there is a so nwo is fair patrick your song mambo number five a little bit of you got i just feel like you got to get the people going gotta wake them up baseball says it's tricky though man if you're hitting 115 i, I don't plan on hitting one okay all right just saying <laughs> but do you do a, like something like an earworm like whopper 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 no boom 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 Manamana. what's your song uh, i'd probably go wipe me down by boozy bad what <laughs> interesting what? chandler this is a family show <laughs> Did you say wipe me down? Wipe me down. Is that like the, a baby talking to their mom? They just pooped? What do you mean, wipe me down? I don't think you want to know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what? Who's that by? Uh, it's Boozy Bad A. Boozy Bad A. All right. Mm. The Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> wipe me down. Shake it like a saw shaker. All right, Patrick, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thanks. You got it, man. Cause I'm gonna wipe it down. Cause take, I'm gonna wipe it down. Take a break. We'll come back. Steven Igoid said to join us coming up in hour three. Patrick, what are you afraid of? Heights. All right. Thank you for answering. Heights. Honestly, we'll be back with you after this timeout. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back to get the business services that are right for your business today contact the team of experienced local bankers at first bank the team includes bankers you can trust like ashley caps lee watson bonner latham Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, are creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. 
Welcome back. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live. We'll make you a winner. Open up the booty bag of this hour. Stephen Igo will be here momentarily. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt. We were talking uh, walk-up songs a moment ago. Our YouTube guy, Robert Skipper, is in the YouTube verse. He said, Skip is here. Hey, Shirley, chain a clip. How is ye? We're doing good. Well, I don't want to speak for anyone else. I'm not doing great, actually. Uh, feeling rather old today. Chandler, how are you? I'm not doing good. Why are you saying I'm doing good? I apologize, and I took it back immediately. How are you? I'm, what's wrong with I, you? I, obviously not good. What's wrong? Well, what's, what's going wrong for you today? Well, I was in a bad mood. Nothing's going right. And then it got even worse when you said you answered somebody's question for me saying that I was good. Does me it apologizing is, for that not make it any better? No. In fact, the more you apologize, the more it makes me feel bad. So, well, I'm really sorry. No, I'm doing good. Good to see you, Shirley. How are you? Happy, happy hump day. Oh, I'm fabulous. Uh, Robert just told us how old he is. Let's play name that age. How old of a man is Robert Skipper? Robert Skipper. 47. All right. I'm going to go 60. Uh, he says 53 is old. He also gave us his walk-up songs. He said, Sir Mix-a-Lot, I'm assuming Baby Got Back, although he could go with some others. My posse's on Broadway. Um, buttermilk Biscuits. Mm. <laughs> I got to hear some Buttermilk Biscuits. And uh, he has another song, Shirley, that I'm going to attempt to sing, and I don't know the words to it, and you can name that band. Okay. He says his other walk-up song would be i found out about you is that dishwalla no toe the wet sprocket <laughs> no you're like in the era naming weird bands that are close oh god they found also out about sang blossoms. an absolute classic tomorrow we can run and let and the, the cup chase us around hey jealousy jim blossoms that is correct hey jealousy i was like okay it's got to be because they all sounded the same to they me. so it was dishwalla to the wet sprocket and then uh jim Blossoms. hey jealousy you know that tune mm-hmm. well listening to like a mix station or something i would imagine that I, is a great song it I is know a great songs, song i know more songs than i do artists Mm-hmm. Oh. like painters and sculptors or musical artists both <laughs> i could recognize a painting or like a sculpture and i go i know that painting and i know that sculpture but dang it who was the artist yeah same thing with a song i know that song but who was the artist yeah i, I feel you on that man i feel you are you pulling up buttermilk biscuits yep I just got to hear a little bit of it. I hadn't heard it in so, so long. Steven Igo is here hoisting some colors. When I was like 12 years old, <laughs> maybe younger, I got to get to the. Um, what a song. What a tune by Sir Mix a Lot. Steven Igo, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. Nice clock. You know, uh, this clock is... Well, I can't say anything. I didn't make the clock or hang it. Shirley hung it. But uh, we have been receiving a lot of it looks, compliments on this clock. It looks great. Uh, honestly, it adds a lot to the room. 
it looks very like new age like uh i don't think the temperature is reading well i guess it's reading this indoor yeah okay that makes sense yeah oh we always keep it at 69 just because it's funny yeah people (laughs) nice um but you're doing well i'm doing great how are you doing not great not a great day with tom brady retiring you're upset about that i'm older than every player in the nfl wow for the first time in my life that is pretty sad i can see why you're struggling sad day tough 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 to get over i still got a few guys in baseball we named them earlier i go uh one of them is a former mariner who's older than me still playing in the majors dh not Edgar Martinez. Nelson Cruz. Nelson yes, Cruz. Still going. Who's he even play for now? He just got signed by somebody. He was with the Nationals. I think he uh, signed a contract <clears throat> with somebody. Um, also, Rich Hill and Wayno. Rich Hill still just popping Rich, that curveball. Rich Hill still. Uh, so he was a Nat last year, Nelly Cruz. He is a Padre. Signed a contract with him. He's just going to keep signing one year right. deals, hitting 30 home runs, and getting paid and playing baseball good for him i mean there's worse things to do with your life that is true name one uh be a drug addict <laughs> okay <laughs> oh wow there you go that is a good answer <laughs> i go is the answers man uh depends w- on the topic william says i go's walk-up song would probably be blank by rage against the machine We've yeah. had, i've asked you this before <clears throat> what's your favorite rage song <sighs> probably wake up right. it's not one of the more prominent songs but definitely a great one i mean there's a lot of good ones though william says killing in the name of would be a welcome song if i had to choose well my favorite rage song is um people of uh of the sun yeah yeah great song i I just love that but bulls on the parade would be a great welcome song i mean the only problem with killing in the name of and bulls on parades they're so overplayed yeah it's like if you do it you're almost like yeah just doing this guy's a poser yeah poser now i was thinking on the way over there's like 35 different rock songs that could be a walk-up song and i would be one of those guys that just changed it i know me after too. like going over five but all right time for a new one the beginning of uh the clincher by chevelle oh, yeah, would be awesome. be awesome uh you used to get compliments by people people would uh tweet me and ask me what is this song that just played uh, going back into Hoist the Colors? Oh, yeah. You we would use a lot of uh, Perfect Circle. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Perfect Circle, some Tool, Corn, uh, Rage, Audio Slave. I mean, it was a true catalog. I kept sending you like You would new, send me a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. like new songs every week. Hey, man, add this to the intro, outro. And, you know, it was, uh, it was fun. Hey, I missed that. Um, yeah, when's Hoist the Colors Radio coming back? soon as we uh discontinue the podcast yeah you got two pods going a week yep we got uh, we actually got three going this week i just recorded one right before i came over here and then we've got a football preview tomorrow and then friday we're gonna have our first baseball preview lots of uh chatter on hoist the colors right now about outgoing ecu football players and you can go check in on those threads if you'd like we haven't talked about it on this program but i think that this somebody had a good post in um in one of the threads that said this is not ecu football this is life if you look at social media you'll see um someone complaining about their job their wife their kid their favorite tv show or if you follow other football programs 
Oh yeah, this is, you get the same thing. This is you know we live in this ECU bubble, or many of us do. So when it happens at ECU, it's a big deal. But if you look around, whether it's life or whether it's other programs or NFL, look at all the crap that's posted by NFL players when they're unhappy. I mean, it's just it's just such an easy way to vent now. Is it the right way to go about things? Probably not. But I mean, you know, maybe some people feel like it is. I don't know. It's just. I don't know if there's a right or wrong way to do anything now. It's just, it, but everything people do gets critiqued. I know it's all out there. How like we look back at Joe Namath and um, Mickey Mantle and all these yeah. athletes as like these they were heroes. They were great. And what if the cameras were around? What if there was social media? How would we look at all those guys? Yeah, it'd be much different. <laughs> but we just you know we'll never know because they yeah. didn't have that type of exposure. Good for them. Um, they could pretty much do whatever they wanted as long as they weren't just too stupid to, to just do it in front of everybody. Right. So, uh, anyway, it's uh, I don't like to see it, some of this stuff, but then again, I'm not going to freak out about it because it's... And part of it, too, I think the NIL and Transfer Portal has created such a... I don't know. I mean, uh, like, there, it's such an easy out now. If a player is not happy, he can transfer... You know, and two, like when you do transfer, you know, if you're if you've got a lease department or whatever, like you're a grown man, it's kind of your responsibility to get out of it. Like if I was working a job in Greenville and moved to Charlotte, my employer is probably not going to take care of uh, the apartment for me. Yeah. Did the well, but you didn't have a deal with that. No, your employer with the apartment. No, and I don't think. I mean, I don't think the football teams paying for it directly i mean they might get compensated for housing so uh, yeah, it's not the same as a dorm yeah a dorm will be a different situation yeah uh stan says his golf walk walk up song is hey man nice shot that's a good one by filter by filter it's one of like two filter songs that are stan i got a question do you want to take my picture as the other filter song that's good <laughs> yep i uh saw filter in concert once and that song was cool and the rest of their set sucked I saw the light. I was I was baptized. Correct. Um, but I like. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh nope. You go ahead because I got to think about my thoughts. I was gonna say another good walk up song for me would be um, the intro to um, "You Could Be Mine" by Guns N' Roses. I think that's. Just, I mean, I've always loved the intro to that. I know the song, but I don't know the intro. Oh yeah, it's it's a killer intro. Mm-hmm um i saw live hard seeing what it is i see and you wonder if i'll always be with you words can't sing and they were like a one-hit wonder so like we all and they were um an opening oh. act for a band and like we all just kind of sat around talked to each other for the one song and then they started playing that and everybody went crazy that's got to suck for a band right i heard y'all talking taking back sunday uh, yeah there was the same deal with them like they were playing early at one of the festivals and everybody's just waiting on the one song and uh they finally played at the i got a bad feeling yeah. about this or, but they've got a few hits whatever, make damn sure whatever yeah. their big big hit is yeah. i can i you know if you hear it you recognize it but uh big fan of their four songs that i know <laughs> uh ed the cat tv says on youtube this is interesting i don't know where he got this from he said i've decided to start cutting my own hair cutting and styling hair is the easiest job of all time it takes no talent or ability let <laughs> me let me get erica down here and let's have a conversation about hair 
that was a joke take that i had one time back in the day i do not appreciate you bringing that up especially so close to a super bowl time where right. which is the only time of the year i see erica you're gonna see her in uh what's today wednesday i feel like erica and i have an okay relationship what do you say i mean at the power radio kickoff party it's good yeah uh at the super bowl party it can be a little little uh little hectic because that's usually brought up and social media not a good uh relationship a, a, a super bowl party yeah you want to come he wasn't invited He's not on the original invite list. That is true. <laughs> That's fine. I, I declined your offer anyway. There is no offer. You decline it before I even extend an invitation? It's fine. I've already got better offers out there anyway. <laughs> uh, you don't want you don't want free wings over Greenville? <laughs> oh, boy. Chandler declined uh, Ronnie's championship offer. He did. Is he that did. one of the I reasons he's not on your... Uh, initial list one of the reasons he's not on my list because he probably doesn't want to come just uh, due to all the craziness there's gonna be a lot all right here's the deal with our <laughs> no party. it's not crazy as in like wild party no it's kids everywhere <laughs> so here's the deal everybody in my age range right now has little kids so the first half they're all going to bring their kids they're just going to be going nuts you know we're talking like in between three and zero years old they're going to be going nuts wrecking the house and then at eight o'clock which will probably be a half time they'll all oh, leave sorry. oh you're good they'll all leave and then the second half it'll be the men and we'll just watch the game and put the men put the women and so if you bed. if you do want to come just come at eight o'clock okay but you're not invited so yeah. i can enter the transfer portal yeah you can enter. i can go to a super bowl party and say i enter my name into the transfer portal yeah and then yeah. commit to you guys yeah, but you have to post about it on social yeah. media and have a graphics team make you a yeah. long and say. With that being with said, with that being yeah. said, I am I with one half of eligibility left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got two halves of eligibility. Use them white. Use them white. Use them whitely. <laughs> as a white, as a white person, use them whitely. <laughs> uh, Steve would would choose Evolution by Motorhead. I hate that song. Evolution is a mystery. I was not watching wrestling during that time frame. I kind of want to go back and watch the evolution part because I've heard yeah, they I were mean, it was good, cool. stable. I mean, anytime you got Ric Flair, Randy Orton, Triple H, and was there somebody else in there? Batista. Batista. Yeah, I mean, that's a... That and you said Flair. Yeah. 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 I mean, great force. Uh, speaking of which, man, <clears throat> I, got, I got sucked in to wrestling Saturday night for the first time in a long time that roman reigns sammy zane uh uso stuff was awesome i turned it off by then oh my god i turned it off after the rumble and sammy zane hit uh reigns with a chair and that was the biggest crowd pop i've heard since like freaking austin era it was it was awesome so, so was sammy zane previously with roman reigns yeah they've been doing this long angle um and they did a great job recapping the whole thing because I hadn't really been following it. I, I look at Twitter and uh, Reddit sometimes, so I kind of know what's going on. But he was an honorary Uso, and he had been helping them out, being a part of the family. It took him a while for everybody to accept him in. But then, uh, you know, it, it just – you saw some cracks in the relationship, and then he finally turned, and – Good the, for him. The pop was amazing. The uh, 
I don't know. I mean, maybe Roman Reigns and they're supposed to have one people over now. Like I'm just Dude, so Roman's f- great. I'm just so fatigued. He's Roman. finally found his role. It, it, I blame WWE. It took him too long yeah. to turn him, but he is so good in his role right now. Yeah, and I, I them taking too long for me just turned me off to where I just. I mean, I watched like the past three out of four WrestleManias. He ends with as a champion getting yeah. booed. So oh yeah, just kinda, I get that. Whatever. Matt said, "Say it, forget it, write it, regret it." I think this is referring to what we were talking about earlier, where maybe yeah. uh, the tweets and the social media. I mean, the power of putting something on in in words and either printing it or tweeting it, it is such a bigger deal. And you know, that's something. Obviously, as a journalist, I've learned in my profession, like I can talk about something on a podcast or on a radio show, and you know it'll reach people. But when you actually print something in an article, like that has long-lasting. It's easy to screenshot, power. share, yep. get out there. Yeah. So, uh, Jacob Hoover says Chipper Jones' Crazy Train is a classic walk-up. It is pretty cool that Chipper took a popular rock song and kind of made it his anytime yeah somebody can take a song that's used elsewhere because that's used at sporting events and stuff but like you think chipper when you hear crazy train just like uh inner sandman with mariana yeah um he says i gave many likes today thank you and he said by the way awesome fish tank y'all got at pirate radio which you can see over Igo's shoulder let's take a break how long are you hanging out today 545 all right we'll take a break come back when we return more with igo we'll uh talk more pirate athletics we'll talk nfl and also open up the booty bag more to go prl back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dress, casual, or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. They have served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates supporting pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, this segment, we're all going by our middle names. If you could, on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, tell us your middle name so I can refer to you as that during this segment. To my left, stage right, you'll see one Kyle Igo joining us. Kyle, good to see you. Good to see you, Lloyd. Oh, sorry, did I spoil it? No, you didn't. I am Lloyd. That's with two L's. Lola Lloyd. Lola Lloyd. If you could, uh, Chandler, can you update the um, graphics, please? It's a lot to ask Chandler on the fly. Uh, well, he's a blue collar guy, yeah, though. He, that's he true. can get it done. Easy. Uh, that was D. You just heard the voice of. Hello, D. What's up, Lloyd? What's up? And of course, Brooks. Oh, Brooksy back there. Uh, um, D. Kyle, Lloyd, good to see you guys. Good to, good see, to see you, guys. Brooks. Make sure you spell Brooks right. Uh, please do. If you could get those names. Uh, we got old, uh, we got Ray joining us. Wait, so I've told you that story? Yes, you told us that story. When I signed up for classes and stuff at East Carolina, like for my student ID card, I spelled my middle name wrong. Oh, my God. 
That's that's the most. I put an e. That's the it. most Brooks story I've ever heard. <laughs> classic Brooks. That's a classic Brooks. You put a what? So I spelled it like B R O O K E S. It's K S. There's no e in it. Oh, uh, Ray Hoover. Thank you for tuning in today. Appreciate it, Ray. Um, old Brooks, man. Can't get one past him. Kyle, uh, what you been up to, man? <laughs> I just feel like living as a Kyle is an experience, yeah. you know? Kyle's a lot different from Steve, and I feel like we just turned... I don't know. I feel like you change somebody's names, it changes their persona. Jenny's know? middle name is Bassett? Bassett. No. All right, Bassett. Bassett <laughs> Shelton. Right. Bassett. That's interesting. Uh, did you update? <laughs> Let me see the graphic. How's it look? Kyle, <laughs> that looks good. It looks good. You ever th- did you ever think about let's talk about names real quick. Because as a kid, my real name is Clifton. Right. Um, but Clip is a family name. My dad, granddad went by Clip as well. I'm the third. But like I always hated telling teachers that yeah. I go by yeah. Clip because then people say Cliff and it like I think I, I i think i had this memory like at one point i was like i wanted to change my name to something like david or something like just normal like because i got so tired of telling teachers my name right so steven did you ever uh or excuse me kyle did you ever think of going by kyle or steve uh probably briefly never seriously i i don't know some people still and this was even before steph curry like they would call me stephen or like stephen because the ph yeah it's like they would mess it up and but most people got it right. I mean, between that and I go, my name was butchered quite a bit. Uh, was yeah. called Roll, Stephen Igloo, and you know it wasn't just pirate radio callers who, who referred Igloo. me like that. Demon Igloo. I, so when I first interviewed with Jonathan and Troy to be an intern here way back in the day, um, they asked me who did I follow on <laughs> on Twitter. So I went through some names and I got yours and I said Stephen Igloo. I said Stephen Igloo. <laughs> Uh, or Steven Ego. <laughs> hey, true story. I mean, uh, Chandler wasn't hired for necessarily his, like, <laughs> intellect. That, that is a true story. But he worked so dang hard that, uh, you know. Blue-collar guy, man. You got to give him a chance. That's that's Brooks for you. If I've ever... I mean, it, clearly, as a Pirate Radio listener, he would know that what my pronunciation would be. Yeah, because you guys pronounce it all the time. Even so. igloo. Yeah. I don't like the way you pronounce pronunciation. 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 Yeah. Pronunciation. Mm, <laughs> Pronun- I don't think so. I don't think so, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. Okay, Lloyd. Yeah, that's my name. Kyle Lloyd. All right, Kyle. Neither like the something else, are they? I don't like the way you say Kyle. Brooke, I know. It Brooke sounds is, like an insult. It's Kyle. <laughs> Brookus, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Brookus. Brookus. <laughs> Steven, what do you think about... Um, Who's Steven? <laughs> I was asking somebody, uh, former comedian, Steven. I say former comedian. Is Steven Wright dead? Wasn't there? This is one hell of a segment, guys. I know. I was trying to get it back on track. And I, I thought up. he was going Colbert. That's why uh, that was my first thought. Oh, Steven Wright is alive. Uh, guy on the couch in Half-Baked. Uh, Kyle, thoughts on hoops tonight? ECU getting eight points. Is that too much? You know, initially I thought yes, but Uh, I think South Florida is a much improved team. You look at all the games they've lost recently, they're all super tight. 
I yep. mean, they know they were getting hammered pretty good at, at SMU the other day, but they came back, made it a two-point game. I just think this team right now is just – without Javon Small, I mean, we've talked about it. It's the one player they could not lose. And, you know, right now they face such a deficit in terms of experience. You look at all these teams they're playing, man. They're all juniors and seniors, and ECU is all freshmen sophomores. they got a couple juniors sprinkled in, and it's just – it's just an uphill battle every night right now. And, like, even Tulsa is a much more experienced team than ECU. And, and it's just going to be one of those deals where maybe hopefully they can scratch out a couple more wins. I mean, I don't think it's an unwinnable game tonight. I think they can go in there and win. But, you know, when you got <clears throat> Tyler Harris dropping 25 a game and Russell Tachua inside, it's just it's a tough matchup. He, uh, on the inside, Achua burned ECU, especially the second half of that game. And that concerns me uh, because of the number of easy layups they allowed Wichita State yeah. on Sunday. And I just feel like we might get eaten alive once again tonight on the inside. Yeah, it's just it's, it's tough right now. And, I, you know, there's a lot of frustration within the, the fan base because there's been some pretty poor performances specifically at home i know they haven't played well at home which is the most disappointing part because people have been showing up yeah there's been decent crowds and and there's been like no runs you know like those patented minji's runs even in losses like there's like momentum and you 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 feel like you've got a chance even if they get down by 20 you're like well here comes the minji's run where they go on a 14-2 spurt and the place gets loud and you know then the opposing team takes a timeout and they come back and hit a three and win the game or whatever but it just seems like this team, for whatever reason, especially without Javon Small, has struggled to string together enough stops, first off, because you can't make a run unless you get some stops. Yep. You can't give up layups and wide open threes. Uh, but then, you know, the, the struggles on offense right now, they, they lack identity. And my thing is, you know, it, ECU basketball as a whole, we've all been watching this product, and I, I keep having to remind myself of this, that, you know, this is not – Mike Schwartz's fault. You know, he, he's in his first year. He's choosing to build it the long way. That's how he's chosen to do it. You know, he shouldn't be punished for past failures or past struggles. But, you know, as a fan base, you just get <clears throat> fatigued of the same yeah. results every year. So, you know, you, you just got to continue to support the guys throughout the year. Hopefully they get some momentum, you know, changing wins at some point and close the year pretty strong. But it's just, it was always going to be a tough year as soon as. As soon as they made the decision to move on from Joe Dooley, you know, we all knew this was going to be a struggle. Maybe the problem was they kind of teased us with, you know, a nice win over Toledo, good road win at Wichita State. And Games where you had it won uh, in conference could play. Could be UC, UCF. Home. Temple. Temple. And it just seems like, unfortunately, they've kind of trended the wrong direction, which is part of being a young team. Yeah, and missing your arguably best player. Yeah, I mean, that – that was the one thing, you know, that they just couldn't have happen, and unfortunately it happened. And, you know, the one thing I said in the offseason was I, I wanted them to go and get a a transfer portal point guard. Maybe there wasn't the right fit. I don't know. But it would be nice to have that right now, to have some experience to back up Javon. Because I didn't know Javon would be this good, but right. you wanted more of a, you know, Jaden Walker's kind of a, more of a not true point guard. And so, I mean, you don't really have a true point outside of Caleb, who's 5'6". Uh, Kyle Igo joining us. Uh, we had a discussion with Mully yesterday regarding the NFL, and it's crazy. Just like all of our questions we had have been answered uh, in the last 24 hours. And one of those was Sean Payton and Igo. Sean Payton going to Denver. Yeah. You excited? I, I don't know, man. I, 
I can't be excited about anything. The Broncos have slowly turned into one of the worst uh, run franchises in the NFL since winning Super Bowl 50. Second and, longest uh, playoff drought yeah. in the AFC. Yeah, it's sad. Behind what, the Jets? Jets. I mean, it's it's been brutal. Um, at this point, it all comes down to can you fix Russell Wilson? If there's a coach that they could hire to fix Russell Wilson, it was probably Sean Payton. Yeah. You know, they wanted Jim Harbaugh, and I think the owner who has unlimited money as the Walmart owner, uh, I think tried to... You know, there was a report that came out that he flew back to Michigan even after Harbaugh said he was staying in Michigan. Basically, from what I've heard, he was very close to getting Harbaugh at that point, mm-hmm. and then it fell through again, and then I think they had to circle back to Sean Payton. You know, D'Amico Ryans played with the Texans. Um you know, so that kind of made him want to go there. And then they didn't want to give up the draft picks for Peyton, but at the end of the day, like, who else are you going to hire? I mean, yeah, did you give up? So, what pick did the Broncos have? So, they had the 29th overall pick because they traded away the picks from Russell Wilson. <laughs> That's right. And so then they traded Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins for a first round pick. So, oh, they yeah. gave up that first round pick. And then next year, oh, because the Dolphins were good. Is yeah. That why? Well, the Dolphins had the Niners first round pick so it was the Niners Jeez. first round pick by way of the Dolphins ah I see um so I don't know you hate to give up a first rounder but yeah. it's not like you lost the top 10 or yeah 15. I mean if it would have been a top half first round pick that makes it terrible but you know a, a bottom half first round pick is not the end of the world I mean it sucks because I don't think they have a second round pick either so they're they, what they do have is they've got 62 players on the roster that they ended the year with so they're gonna have to trade some guys to get some picks to hopefully recoup but We'll see, man. It's just it all comes down to Russell Wilson. I mean, the defense is good enough. Apparently, there there's a good chance they're going to hire Fangio as the D coordinator. So that's going to be awkward if he returns a couple of years after getting fired. I thought he already coach. got a job. I think he's unless he agreed to something today. He there was a report that he agreed with the Dolphins, but then oh, I see. Okay, rescinded. Yeah, Dolphins was the team I was looking at. Um, so one of the questions, topics we talked, by the way, Brad says, Washington says, hold my beer as far as worst run franchises. We know that. That goes without saying, Brad. You don't need to say that. But Denver was never like in that, under Pat Bowen, the yeah. former owner, like they were always one of the classiest, well-run organizations. And now, honestly, since his death, which came right after the Super Bowl uh, victory, it's just been, it's just been bad. Yeah. Um, so we talked about that. We had an answer while we were on the air yesterday then we had D'Amico Ryan's going to Houston another question we had was all right so these quarterbacks what we asked uh you know where does Tom Brady land does he come back he announces his retirement I just saw another question we brought up yesterday answered what are the Niners going to do at quarterback well they made at least one of the decisions today um Jimmy G will not be returning so kind of knew that anyway right but they uh announced it made it official today so that now you still have a question do you roll with brock purdy do you go with the um trey lance trey lance and do you have a competition do you trade one so so is jimmy g just gonna be a free agent i reckon so the headline i saw and it was john lynch and um shanahan at a podium and it said jimmy garoppolo not returning to the 49ers so i guess yeah they can't just assume a trade, so right. I'm assuming that means that he will be a free agent. Think about how much money he'll probably get, despite not even being that good. <clears throat> I talked to a Raiders fan Sunday ridiculous. at the game, and they said, "I asked, you know, 
is he a trade is car a trade or a free agent and he said they have until mid-february i think right. to trade him if not he becomes a free agent so you've got you're gonna have guys like that out there along with aaron Rodgers. but if you're the raiders like who are you gonna get that's better than Derek carr i don't know i mean it's just i don't think these teams realize i think the niners well that's your guy doing his thing right uh mcdaniels mcdaniels yeah he did the same (laughs) thing with jay cutler traded him for kyle orton i mean it's just (laughs) i don't know man i mean the nfl there's just so such bad quarterback play i mean and it's a very tough position to play but like the the elites mahomes and josh allen they have made it look so easy that it's just i don't know yeah it's just people think that you can get that type of guy but it's just not happening man and when you're without one it stinks and uh i saw a brady stat today and it had all of the quarterbacks brady faced um while playing washington in his career and it was like seven or eight different quarterbacks and you know brady played uh, most of those with tampa but also or most with new england but some with tampa one denver broncos quarterback went three and oh against tom brady can you name him well, I know Brock Osweiler won one. It wasn't him, but that's a good guess. He did win one, yeah. right? He beat him in the snow. Um, one Broncos quarterback went 3-0 and against Tom Brady. Maybe it was early. Well, they were good the whole time. We had a conversation. Jake Plummer. Yep. So it was early beat on. Him in the playoffs. Beat him a couple other times, obviously. I had a Plummer answer. Oh, last week it was the um, name the last. Maybe I talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we talked about Okay, this. never mind. I go, what would you like to discuss uh, from the Kyle perspective before we let you go? Well, today was National Signing Day Part 2, and ECU signed three additions. Can you name them? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Three guys from Florida. How about that? Sunshine State. Ah, they have city speed? They got city speed. Well, two of them do. One of them is an offensive lineman. Um, I'd still like him to run fast. But he is 6'5", 260, 270, so he's probably pretty fast for a lineman. The other two guys are projected to play cornerback. Uh, Dalen Diston from Lake Butler, Union County High School. And uh, Rico Watkins from Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, Rickards High School. Which That's a Rick- good athlete name. Rico Watkins. Yeah. I like that. Who Rick Smith is probably familiar with from his days down in Tallahassee. Probably recruited it quite a bit. Um. <laughs> And so both those guys projected to play corner. You had some openings in the cornerback room. They still probably need to add a veteran cornerback, but they needed to get some young guys in there too just to kind of build for the future. And both those guys always like recruits who play a little bit everywhere at strong high school programs. And obviously Florida, you're going to have good high school football. Don't really have a set position but they've kind of played everywhere. Usually those guys make good football players if they don't hey, have a defined position. We love that in uh, NCAA football games. Yeah. You got that athlete. Take them as an athlete, figure out where they stick. Love it. Um, Scott asks, is John Elway still running the show in Denver? He is not. Uh, uh, Unless he's... Uh, I'd like to start out this uh, press conference with uh, a thank you to John Elway. Or John Elway. Uh, John Fox. <laughs> It's uh, one of the all-time great moments in Broncos press. I want to thank myself just for being me. You know, I'm John. And Elway. the sad thing is, that was right after we fired John Fox, and you just come up to the podium and say, "I'd like to thank John Elway." And then you brought in Vic. Kubiak. Oh, Kubiak won. Kubiak won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. and then he walked off on his own. Yep. Yeah, and here we are today. 
All right. And then they brought Sean in. Sean Payton. Kevin James. Vance Joseph. Yeah. Vic Fangio. And I already forgot the coach from last year. Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, that that movie, by the way, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Don't. Why are you going to upset Brooks like that? It's, it's like 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Brooks. And I care why? Yeah, right. Well, I guess here's one of the 14%. Brooks is not a sheep. Well, Brooks would be a guy that likes Kevin. Kyle, James you seem like a guy that playing. would literally hate on a on a doctor. I am doc- a guy that this, that movie sucks. It does suck, but it's a good movie. It's a good little chuckle it's a good movie. Kid. D, take us a break. D, hurry up. Uh, like, oh no no no. D, open up the booty bag. Why would they even make that movie? Awful. Good question. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 uh, lunch for two at Tiebreakers. By the way. Wait a minute. Today's Wednesday. Happy yes, February. Mm. We got a brand new day. A new month. Yes, we have a new month, which means everybody is eligible. Give away the Tiebreakers. What color? Uh, eight. All right. And if you win, yikes. 83% chance to win for USF on the BPI. I don't follow that, though. Uh, when you win, you have to tell Shirley your middle name. I don't want to know your first name. Tell us your middle name. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I got to do that part, too? We're back after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Congratulations to William James of Greenville. Picked up a... um, Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. What's uh, William's middle name? Apparently, William is his middle name. Okay, I'll take it. Stan on YouTube said, uh, my middle name is Eugene, a.k.a. New Gene, or for you guys, New Geen. hey Eugene. Eugene. Um, oh, Gene showed up at Sports Trivia a couple he weeks ago. He sure did. Former did Pirate Radio Wait a intern. minute now. Tell him I said, what's up? I'm getting some. <laughs> Surely, I don't have a time machine. I can't. Well, if he shows up tonight. Okay, I will. I'm, get, I'm connecting some dots here. So that's where Gene or Gein got his name. got it from i guess his papa mm-hmm. that was uh once some things are just go without saying i think i would think yeah but uh i just i caught it 
You, uh, you, I love connecting the dots. You really like, put that puzzle together. I Taylor. love doing puzzles. Yeah. I love co- connecting dots and doing puzzles and, and figuring something out. You really did, man. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I love when people are proud of me. That is a good feeling, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. One of the best feelings in the world when somebody is proud of what you've done. I take pride in it. Um... <laughs> 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 I swear I was going to talk about something this segment, yeah, and I already right. forgot. I already lost track of where I was going. Oh, shoot. Where am I? I do need to look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Great um, Canes win last night. And by the way, great uh, job by Pirate Al. I saw this on Facebook. He uh, was wearing his ECU hockey sweater nice. and got right behind the uh, Bally Sports uh, TV broadcast when they were out there and was just hyping up his uh, Pirate uh hockey sweater and it made for uh some good tv appearances for ecu let's look at what's going on tonight on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck the number one basketball team in the country is playing chandler that team of course is purdue they'll be in west lafayette indiana in the Mackey arena purdue hosting penn state that's coming up at 6 30 also at 6 30 on fox sports one providence at xavier Tennessee will be at Florida, Georgia at Auburn, and Nova at Marquette, rounding out the top 25 action. American action tonight, East Carolina on the road at South Florida. They love putting these two teams together on television, and they'll do it again. It's on ESPNU tonight at 7 o'clock. Tulsa will be at Cincinnati, SMU, and Tulane play late night. Tonight in the Atlantic Coast Conference, North Carolina will host Pittsburgh, It'll be Georgia Tech at winless Louisville. Louisville is 2-19 overall, 0-10 in conference play. If they are going to win a conference game this year, this could be the one. Georgia Tech has won one conference game. It's going to be a Cardinal. Thank you, Coach Ellis. Uh, Georgia Tech, however, is a favorite tonight by 2.5. I'm going to keep an eye on that just because I want to see if Louisville can finally win a game. Don't take your eye off of it. State State. will host uh, Florida State. I watched um, the most I've seen State play this year was on Saturday because I had Wake Forest and Wake Forest lost. And BJ Anya Jr. went off. Uh, Burns, is that his name? I guess he had thirty-one points. The big boy for State had thirty-one points. And I look, I pull for all fat guys out there. I know how I know the struggle. Remember the Liberty guy? Yes. Um, I was talking to a guy today about uh, he's actually a State fan, and I was like. Uh, there was a guy for Liberty. Baxter. Is that I, your last name was Baxter? Okay, I, I can't remember. He's my Twitter buddy. Yeah, I tweeted about how much I liked him, and he followed me, and I was happy about that. I just remember how much you liked him. He, he was, was a, a fat guy bringing the ball to the court. I, I told the guy today, I was like, he ran the point. Like, yeah, he ran the floor. He 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 ran the point, and there was li- there was one possession where he took the ball to the court. Uh, guy picked him up just inside the three point line, backed him in, backed him in, laid it up just did the whole thing who needs teammates so shout out to all the fat guys out there score one for the fatties let's take a break when we return we're going to wrap it up here on a wednesday edition of pirate radio live back with you after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was up, uh, let's see, six points. Come on, computer. What are you doing? All right, there we go. Uh, the Dow was up six points at 34,092. The NASDAQ was up at 231 points, closed out the day at 11,816. The S&P was ahead 42 points, finished the day at 4,119. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Back to you, Clip. All right. Let's wrap it up with uh, Denny on YouTube that says, thanks for making afternoons fun. Y'all are crazy. Thank you, Denny. That's nice. Well, thank you, Denny. It's going to get even crazier tomorrow. Because Name That Sound is back. Troy D is back. Jeff Nadeau is back. Cy Seymour back. Uh, our old but Hey, <laughs> one Brooks out, another Brooks in. Former Pirate Radio intern and our resident oh, caniac, Brooks Hill is going to join me to talk some Canes hockey so we get ready for the All-Star break. So we'll do that as well. We'll see you Thursday, 3 o'clock, on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Y'all have a fantastic evening, and uh, we'll see you Thursday. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.